Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 362 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined as always by my mainest man from Easton, Pennsylvania, Willie Saylor. I'm going to see you tomorrow, aren't I, Willie? I don't know. Y'all didn't tell me you were going in on Tuesday, so I got my rental car for Wednesday, but I can bump it up a bit. You can bump it up a bit. We always get there on Tuesday. So, Willie, I know you're new to Flow Wrestling, but we always get there on Tuesday before NCAAs. Um, Factually correct. Factually correct. Bracky, please help this man out. Last year we did. Only New York City. There on Tuesday, Willie. Don't lie. Uh, We've only gone in Wednesday one time, and we realized how much we messed up because we didn't get a lot of stuff that we wanted to. Yep. All right. I'll be there tomorrow. All right. With bells on. With bells on. Um, Okay. It's the Monday edition Super Mega Plus Size uh, show of FRL. And we've got a lot to get in because it's this is our only show of the week. One NCAAs, we did, week. Willie and I did FRL the entire <laughs> NCAAs. <laughs> that was remarkable. We also did it, we did that once during Worlds, which is, yes. w- Worlds is about four weeks long, mind you, for 12 hours a day. That was a, I mean, I know ultra marathoning's tough, but I'm pretty sure... Um, doing radio for the entirety of the world championships is tougher. <coughs> yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out there. You know how the Beatles did like when they first started, they did like 50 shows a week in Hamburg. Yeah, that's and, how they got. Like, they the got rest. really really good really quickly. Mm-hmm. That really? that was that was world championship. Yeah, it was absurd. They like they, eight days a week was about like literally being worked to the bone. They all they did was play together. Yeah. For yeah, it's kind of an outliersy thing. Yeah. So anyways, we are the we are the the Beatles of podcasting for wrestling during the world championships okay now where to begin how about i guess probably should we willie are you familiar with nomad skullduggery what he's done i don't know what he did and i also don't know what skullduggery means well skullduggery is a great term you know what why don't you find the definition while i uh explain what's going on we have quite a battle here between (laughs) the rivalry between spay and nomad is is all time and they are so basically when we have mega events going on, we break up the previews one weight at a time, right? So someone work. does someone does one twenty five, the other guy does one thirty three. Break it up so we can uh, get it all done. Now, so Spay and Nomad are once again colliding head to head. They debated over who got what weights. Nomad allowed Spay to make the choice of which weights he would have, which five he would have. So. Nomad has been talking mad trash the entire week. Whole time. Whole time. 
Now, that's fine. That's all in the game. I love the competitive spirit. The guy wants to win the page view competition against Bay. But what I cannot stand for, Nomad, and I'm here to publicly admonish <coughs> you, he set his 174 article to go live on Sunday and had it up on the site for a, a period of time. I am not sure. Spay pointed this out. It wasn't supposed to run till this morning. That's correct. So he was <coughs> getting extra page views all yesterday long. Willie, is this disqualifying behavior from Nomad? I'm going to say... I'm going to say this. Y'all set up a contest, right? He's working the system. If you don't, if you don't. No, no, no. The, the system, the system is I set the day and they yes. get what they get. It's right. Not. So to me, this is like, this is a lot like seating, right? This is a lot like sitting out. Mm-hmm. If, if Shakur Rashid sits out, if Steven, if Stevan Micic sits out and defaults, it's on the seating committee to punish them for it. Nomad can break the rules. Mm-hmm. Got it. If you don't, if you don't punish him, hey, winner, winner, chicken dinner. No, uh, Kyle Bracky, what is the appropriate punishment for this sort of behavior? I think a slap on the wrist. Just a slap on the wrist. Yes, publicly slap his wrist. All right, we here need, we go. We need, we need this on camera. When this is on camera, shame on you. Also, skullduggery, which is a tremendous word used by my uh, former Latin teacher, Mr. Farley, who is a oh my God. ridiculous Irish man. I can't. I wish I could do an impression of him. But anyway, skullduggery, underhanded or unscrupulous behavior, trickery, and he would he would just always call us skullduggerers or that we were up to skullduggery. And Mr. Farley was the man. So, all listen. right, shout out to Mr. Farley. He's the freaking man. I have, I have nothing else to say. He's one of the coolest people ever. Wow. He shows Gaelic football. It's in the middle you know, of class. Not that taking you mention it. Latin, Latin teachers are often a little odd. But they're great. Mine was a cat person, so. There you go. What, they're weird. There, Latin, there it is. I mean, you have to be semi-odd to take up a dead language. Yeah. <laughs> and teach it to Accurate. the youth of America. Okay. So here's my plan. Let me know if you don't like this plan. And if you don't, we're probably still going to do the plan because at this point, <laughs> too little, too late. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking we'd go weight by weight with our NCAA wrestling predictions. I want to go eight deep. I don't know what y'all think about that. I'd love to get into it because I, man, yeah, the finals <laughs> and all that stuff, that's fun to talk. But some of these round of 12, round of 16 matches and how the top side losses or upsets can impact them, that's that's uh, a lot of the fun for me. All right. Real quick. So I'm all about it. Classic I'm Nomad real that, quick. Yeah, he always says real quick. Well, I just. I'm the, all about it. I like the eight deep. But uh, there's a. There's a qualifier in here. You gave me the memo for this at about 8.05. So there's a couple brackets in there that my, like, six, seven, eights probably can't happen. Got it. Did, did you use the – I tweeted it out, and I put it in our, I put it in our shared chat. But did, did you use the Google Doc that simulates team – or not simulates, but you can, get, you can put in how much the guy wins by and then get team points out of it. I did not do that. you had an exact team score tweet yesterday, and I was like, okay, he has to be using this. Unless you were sitting there with your abacus, counting no, them off by I hand. Have, I have an old old rankings document I use that, that calculates the team. I just have to put in the, the team names, and it spits it out. And, yeah, this thing's going to be over maybe Thursday post-Pigdales. It's over. It's over. Penn State won. The, hey, it's, what's, it's, what, like, impossible. What's the over-under on – Bet DSI odds come up, but they didn't have like team score ones. But what, what's the over under on Penn State's team points? 
Okay, so I had them. I have, I guess, a, I have a pretty moderate view of how Penn State's going to do, like relative to, you know, I don't think Kessler's going to win or make the finals. Um, but I do have Nick Lee making the finals. I don't think RBY places. So it's pretty measured, right, with no bonus. And it's 125 and a half at that point. So if it's 142, is that what you said? I said 142. I have like. I have like RBY. There's a big to me. It depends on if they if it's over or under that. For me, it depends on RBY and Bergie, because RBY and we'll get to it in a second. But RBY could beat DeSanto, I think, or he could lose to DeSanto. And I mean, Dude, to his me, his back vari- is bad. Mm-hmm. His so- variation is like. Three points to like ten points, and when you're do- talking about an over under 40, 142, that's a lot. Yeah, I'll, we should get into that match in particular. I'd like to. Um, yeah, I I think so. To answer your question, one forty two, I'll say over, but I don't know. I'm not super convinced. Um, it's tough. Okay. I don't think it's going to be the score. The team score is going to be big. I think the margin the is margin, going to be the margin is going to be absurd. Top ten. So uh, well, if, you look- if they if they do some Penn State stuff like they sometimes do, it could be well. It could they could hit over one fifty. But then there's also you know Chenzo just got beat. Um, Casser could take third or fourth. You know, Bergie and RBY could score a very marginal amount of points. I, you're right. You're right in that it's not going to be the, – the team score might not be crazy, but there's a large variation. It could be. Got it. I right, go now, man. I was just – I think this is going to be the biggest spread they've ever had. So, 2017, they won by 36.5. Uh, in 2012, they won by 26. In 2016, they won by 26. So, I just – I think this is going to be – the biggest spread, but I think it's going to be about where they were. You know, 2012, they had 143, 2017, 146, 2018, they had 141. So I think it's going to be in their, that 140 range. What was their highest, no man? Their highest was 2017 when they had 146 and a half and they won five straight. And I called Kale a wizard. You did. He might be one. What's, um, what's been the highest recently? Like, what's the highest in the last, I don't know, 10 20, years, 15 20. years? Well, that was the highest since, uh, the, highest? the 05 Oklahoma State that got. 153. That team won by 70 points. Oh, my God. All righty. Here we go. All right, let's go. Let's go. 125. What you got? Let's start. Let's get um, Let's get Kyle Brackey involved. Let's see what's going on, who he's got. Give us your eight. Okay. And, yeah, go. I have Sebastian Rivera completing the triple over Spencer Lee Whoa. in the finals. Lee over pitch in the semis. Rivera over Bresser, so kind of chalk there. Um, but then... Uh, I have Mueller over Fleetwood in the blood round, Arujo over Piotrowski in the blood round, Glory over Mackle, and Sean Russell over Rayvon Foley. Okay, I do not. I I watched Rayvon Foley limp very badly after Big Tens. I just don't see it. I did not see that. Um, yeah. So yeah, that but, definitely impacted my uh, prognostications mm-hmm. for Rayvon moving forward. So I think he is a big DNP. Uh, even though we love Rayvon Foley. But I just, don't, I just don't see it happening. Yeah, I'm with you. The Wrestling Nomad. Well. Talk to it. I have uh, I have a whole article uh, out that I recommend everyone reads, the 125. I'm going <laughs> to put it. I'm putting it in draft mode so you don't get extra pain. <laughs> NCAA preview. 
But uh, what I came up with is Rivera over Pitch in the finals, Lee over Pat Glory uh, in the third place match. Mm. We've never seen Rivera Pitch. It'll be the third time we've seen Lee Glory. Vito over Ronnie Rios Bresser for fifth, and Jack Miller beating Sean uh, Sean Russell for seventh. I'm pretty similar. I have um, man. I stared and stared and stared at Lee Pitch for so long. And maybe it was just a coincidence, but I happened to be on the gram and the um, the pitch Lee match showed up, and I'm like, why is this going to be massively different? Other than the only reasons we're saying this is going to be so different is because last year he lost these tournaments too. Last year he lost Midland, Spencer Lee. Last year he lost Big Tens. So the basis for picking Spencer is that he has lost before in other tournaments. I, j- I just can't rationalize that. I know what I saw him do last year, right? I know that is still within Spencer, but at some point I need a signal that it can happen. And I just haven't seen one that, that says he's going to be so different this time around. Now, I, so with that said, I picked Pitch to beat Spencer Lee in the semis. Now, what what is interesting is the glory pitch quarter gave me some pause because that's going to be a mm-hmm. real match. And if you're Spencer Lee, you're 2-0 and against Pat Glory. And, yeah, you had a really weird Midlands match, but still you were up big against this guy. And he will smash Pat Glory if Glory beats pitch this time around. So there, that gave me a little bit of pause. But, man, Nick has been really good all year long. Uh, a close win over Brent Fleetwood gives me no concerns with Nick because Brent Fleetwood's one of the most – underrated guys in this bracket and if he had a slightly better draw Fleetwood not hitting Mueller in the round of 12 I think he would place Um, so I have Seabass over pitch and I am not confident at all I'm not even super confident in that being the final I don't know why pitch won't beat Rivera or why Rivera would beat pitch I think pitch is maybe a little better on the mat and I think Rivera's got just a little extra on his feet and that's why I picked him um, now, interesting quarters. I've got I've got it pretty chalk, actually. Completely chalk, to be honest. Um, third, I have Lee over Bresser getting some Midlands revenge. Um, Lee will have to beat Jack Mueller in the Concy Semi. Bresser will have to beat Patrick Glory. Then I have Mueller beating Glory. And then I have Vito being, beating Russell for the 7th, 8th match. Um, I, I, see, I see this as a pretty tight top 8. You know, obviously, it's unlikely. Did did any of us other than Bracky have a different top eight? And I'm curious who you had out that we all had in, Kyle. Yeah. So who did you guys have in? I had Russell. Uh, my back eight were Russell Vito, Mueller Glory, Lee Bresser. I've got all those. And pitch. Okay. Well, I don't know how you have Foley. I had Foley losing in the blood round. Oh, okay. All right. Gotcha. 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 I thought. I I didn't go over my placing matches like you, so I have pitch over Bresser for third. Mueller over Glory for fifth, Russell over Ruchow for seventh. Oh, okay. So we're like the same. Yeah. I'm with you on you the... You know, last year... Hold on, boys. Come on now. Go ahead, Willie. Last year's team race was really exciting. We're not going to have this this year, but the individual brackets are better this year, uh, I think, unquestionably. Last year, I, I'm saying this to say my picks are going to be... I don't think they're going to be accurate. I think they're going to be busted up. Last year, the brackets were such that there were so many gimmies. Um, you know, 
I had 17 out of 20 last year, and I'm not saying that to brag. I'm saying that to say this year's gonna. I'm gonna, <clears throat> gonna do bad. Um, the only ones that were up in the air last year were 197. The rest were sort of you could go chalk and you could nail them. This year is crazy. I mean, 125 uh, could go a bunch of different ways. 65 could go a bunch of different ways. Heavyweight could go a bunch of different ways. Um, I'm taking. I have pitch over. Sebastian in the finals. I mm. too thought about taking Spencer the whole way. Um, I'm really, I'm really worried about Bresser. I think, I think Bresser could bust everything up. I think Bresser yeah. could make the finals. So all things considered, I'm sort of hedging. Um, I know that Pitch has a tough quarter with Glory. I know that beating Spencer again will be tough. I'm also like Christian in the fact that. You you want to take Spencer because you know, you know what Spencer's max, he beats all these guys. But yeah. I don't know if he's at his max, <laughs> yeah. and I'm not gonna take him. I'm not gonna say, well, yeah. So what? Spencer lost Midlands last year. He lost Big Tens last year. So what? Uh, Spencer could come out and work the field, and then we could say, well, he did it again. But I'm not picking him because of that. I'm not picking him because we lost, seen him lost before. Um, so. I'm picking pitch over Seabass, and I have the same top eight as Christian, and I'm probably going to be wrong because there's so much variance. I think we'll be pretty close to eight for eight with all Americans, but man, uh, I, I feel really, really. Sh- um, I have a, just a strong lack of conviction here for the semifinal winners. I mean, the quarters. I tweeted. The 125 quarter should be a national holiday. Amazing. Seabass Vito, Mueller Bresser, Lee Russell. Okay. Glory Pitch. Great. That's awesome. that's amazing. Friday I'm, morning. I'm with you though on the on the tightness of the top eight, right? So, so we're talking about Foley. You know, is he is he healthy? Right. Uh, Fleetwood again. You mentioned very underrated. You know, coached by you know, Garnett seems to pretty regularly get guys in that yeah. 125 All American spot, but not not a great path. A good seed, right? He earned a good seed. Um, Travis Petrowski, right? What, what have we seen from him this year that would suggest that he could bust in? Uh, you know, Milhoff's been hurt a lot of the year. McGee, who has he wrestled, right? 28-4 record, that's awesome, but but didn't really hit a lot of tough guys. Man. And then Drew Hildebrand, right? So that's like your top. Yeah, that's so your, your six guys outside. The, How are those guys going to pop, pop in? Yeah, the Glory that's, Fleetwood winner it gets yep. such a gift in the round of 12. It's insane. If you lose, if Glory Fleetwood loser is going to get dropped into the Mueller-Bresser loser. That stinks. If you win, you're going to get some combination of Christian Moody, McGee, Jake Schwarm, um, Alex <laughs> Mackle, or Drew Hildebrand. I mean, it is – you are just sitting so pretty if you drop into that loser of 344 yeah. there. So that match is huge. And you want to talk about, you know, if there's a if there's some area for combustibility at this one, it's that Fleetwood glory match. I think Fleetwood has – I think he's got a really good skill set actually to challenge glory because he's so good on the mat. And he's tough to score on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it could happen. There have been much more audacious upsets than that. Uh, any other parting thoughts on 25, uh, Willie? No. Um, you know, sometimes when you do these brackets and you make your picks, you sort of feel bad um, about oh. leaving somebody out of the top ten or the top eight. And uh, to, to strengthen y'all's point, um, the only one I felt bad about keeping out was Fleetwood because I think he's pretty tough um, and uh, also I think in that same vein 
because of that, and I wrote this in the, or I said this in the odds article, is that I like Glory to place because even if he loses to pitch, yeah, he got McGee Hildebrandt. I'll take, I'll take him. Yeah, that that path is is just really advantageous. Last thing for me, Sean Fowles at night. He beat pitch last year. Do we give that any any credence? Um, no, dude. Okay. I, I just don't. I I just don't see it. I don't know what we've seen from him this year to think he can go with someone as good as pitch. I agree. Um, now, okay, that was pretty much. But you talk about you know making these. You you said something, but you weren't talking about what I was going to talk about. I used to get such joy in making picks and and doing all this stuff. Now. It's not as fun because I'll talk to all these people and see all these people, and it's really, really hard picking against them. And it, I know you're thinking, wow, who cares? But it stinks. It's yeah. Last year, I did not pick Spencer Lee to win, and I'm going to talk to him afterwards. He's like, yeah, you didn't pick me. I'm like, no. I sh- yeah, no. what do you say to this? <laughs> I know. I, it's like it's not it's, fun. It's not fun, and it is like the most personal thing. This is like their their lives, and you're saying you're not going to win, and you are going to win, and so you don't want to come to any decision lightly, yeah. and we don't. But at the end of the day, they're just like, you didn't think I could do it. Which, well, let me just say, I don't. There's not many of of that top of the people that can win NCAs. I you could all win NCAs. <laughs> I I'm, I acknowledge that, but that's not good enough for you guys. So, it that's one thing yeah. that stinks about this. It's. And that's the same way for a lot of tournaments. You know, we make picks for a lot of tournaments, but NCAA's is a different kind of deal. And you've been you've been seeing these kids and talking to their parents for ten years, and it's not, you know, it's not uh, Chris Berman picking the the 49ers over the Patriots, right? Like if you pick the 49ers over the Patriots, and Tom Brady said, "Hey, Chris, you didn't pick us." Well, there's, you know, thirty. 30 starters on a team so don't take it personal these this is an individual sport right it's like a personal thing yeah i love it okay i love every second of people yelling at me for not picking them 133 uh this is another one pretty tight maybe a tight not a tight top eight this could go a lot of different directions i have some uh higher than 10 seated guys getting in there it's really interesting gomez montori uh i think those are two real wild cards uh, let's get started with, with Kyle Brackey once more. Okay, so this one, I'm going to start with my finals. Uh, I have Nick Seriano beating Dayton Fix Ooh. in the NC2A finals. Uh, I did this bracket like Stevan Micic was healthy, I'm going to be honest. Oh, okay. Um, because I don't, he had a huge knee brace on, but he also picked Dylan Duncan apart and he has more time. I don't know. He's like he has to be like the biggest wild card in this bracket. Oh my gosh! And that's crazy to say. Um, so Suriano over Mijic, semi. Fix over Philippi in the semi, and then uh, third place I went Mijic over Philippi. Fifth DeSanto over Pletcher. Seventh uh, Tariq Wilson over Ethan Lezak. Nice. Okay. Um, let's go Nomad. Um. I haven't actually done this bracket. Nice. Sweet. <laughs> All right. Listen <laughs> to my previews. Go ahead, Willie. Uh, I have Dayton over Suriano. Um, I think the – I don't think the Philippi thing was a fluke. I think it's going to be a real tough match for Dayton. 
Um, but that that you know what that whole Philippi quarter, like you mm-hmm. said, is crazy. Philippi Montori, yeah. I think, is a scary guy. Um, Gomez is always a scary guy, and that match is going to be crazy. Philippi Gomez is going to be crazy because Philippi is very tight to the vest and and very strategic, and Gomez is like, let's just see what happens. And so, uh, so that's going to be crazy. But I got playing the odds. I got Dayton coming out of there, and then I'll take uh, I'll take Suriano over Micic if there's even the slightest exactly uh, hiccup in Micic. I mean, Suriano was getting in a lot, and you know, there's a big difference between getting in and finishing. But I'm sure Nick learned a little something from that. Um, Frankly, Micic was only in on one shot, and he finished. Um, you know, I don't know. So I, I got Nick. Stevan could certainly win that. But I got Dayton over Nick in the finals. Um, not 100% confident in it. It's just what I got. Dayton, Nick, Micic over Philippi for fourth. DeSanto, Pletcher, Tariq, and Lezak eighth. Gotcha. Um, all right. So Michael on Facebook suggested we start at 8th and work our way down. I think that's a really good idea. So I will do that. 8th um, place, Tariq Wilson, North Carolina State University, the Fighting Papalizios. 7th place, Montori Bridges, Wyoming. 6th, mm. Mickey Philippi. 5th, Ethan Lezak. 4th, Luke Pletcher. 3rd, Austin DeSanto. 2nd place, and here's, here's another one gonna have to look this man in the eye my guy Dayton Fix the runner-up to one Nikki Balboa Nikki push-ups Nikki Suriano is my champion pick and yes that's right you did not hear Stefan Micic's name because I don't think you can place it this bracket if you are not healthy very healthy and that's a guess Bracky assumed he's healthy I assumed the opposite Neither of us can be particularly confident in our assessment. Yeah, I don't but, feel good about it. Yeah, but here's here's my here's my rationale for Micic before I'll, I'll get back to Suriano fix later. I have DeSanto beating Micic, right? I just don't think you can win that match if you're if there's a if there's any margin, right? Now maybe Micic has just like figured out DeSanto. He picked him apart last time. But then I see him dropping down Micic if he loses that quarter, he's going to get what looks to be the Gomez-Montori Bridges winner. And I really like the way Montori Bridges is wrestling and thinks he, I think he would beat a not healthy Stevan Micic. Now, again, if Micic is right, he's probably going to win the weight. But I just, you're wearing a knee brace like that, you're forfeiting out of Big Tens after, I don't know, is he Nolf? Because Nolf's basically the only guy we've really seen do this and then go on to smash and Nolf is as close to an alien as we have uh, walking roaming the planet these days let me ask you this because it's interesting that you have DeSanto beating Micic um, I don't think that's I don't think that's wild um, although I don't know I wouldn't pick it but I don't think it's wild but can RBY beat DeSanto in round two so I think I think there was a little more um, the RBY DeSanto match, as a, first of all, he immediately comes out and gets four takedowns, no problem against this guy. Four right? takedowns. Then the official will not call stalling against Roman to the near to the degree of which he was stalling. 
if you're if you're flinging your arm like this and you're going backwards, I don't know what else could be called other than stalling. And they wouldn't call it on him. And I'm sure this will get, um, you know, it's gonna we're gonna ruin computers in Pennsylvania. They're just gonna be crying and they're. The hard drives are going to break. It's going to be very sad. And I can't. I'm sorry about that, guys. But he stalled like crazy. DeSanto was pushing for the major. Got sloppy. Gave up a counter takedown. Then gave up a legit takedown. I don't know. The match was never in jeopardy. Can Roman win? Sure. But, man, that's a lot of heat coming his way. Four takedowns that fast. I don't think you can just make one adjustment and and take that away. Um, I'm not saying there's no shot, but I just... The, I think I viewed that match a little differently than other people. Other people were like, oh, he figured him out a little bit. No, he stalled like crazy. He hit his arm. Austin got over-aggressive and gave up a takedown. That's what I saw. Maybe everyone that's, else saw that's some. That's why I'm asking. Well, when he gave up that's that takedown, too, you saw DeSanto just shut it down. He shut it down. He's like, all he right. He was like, okay, like, I need to make sure I don't do anything stupid here. Exactly. He's like, I just, that's all right, I can't get the major, so. Because if you look at the box score, it says four takedowns and then Roman comes back with two, but if you watch the match, Austin didn't exactly put up a fight on those takedowns. Yeah, correct. I mean, I don't think Roman's 100% either. That's a good point, too. Yeah. I don't think, yeah, Roman didn't look, Roman's not coming into NCAAs with, like, a full head of freshman steam, right? So, um, a couple interesting things. The, the, the Santo RBY loser is going to get the Pletcher Philippi loser. I have Pletcher actually winning this one this time. I think Pletcher turns it around from Vegas and gets the win over uh, his longtime training partner, Mickey Philippi. Could be wrong there, obviously, but that's just what I see happening. And I think Philippi beats RBY, so RBY DNP. Certainly he could place. That will hurt my fantasy team because Roman is on my squad. Um, that would I be have, a matchup I want to see too. I don't know if it can happen, but Philippi DeSanto, that would be fun. Could be. Yep. Tariq Wilson, Ernesty is a, a round of 12. I have Tariq winning. I have Montori over Mijic, as I mentioned, and Lizak over Chaz Tucker. Um, that's my 133. No magic fell the bracket. Uh, here's what's going to happen. <laughs> I didn't do it. I'm going to do it when I get there. Sorry. Deal with it. I got Dayton over Suriano in the final, and I think – here's my thing. I got Dayton over Suriano in the final. I got DeSanto semi-sliding. I believe in the magic of Ethan Lezak once again to get fourth. Uh, one of one of the pencil or one of the specifically Pittsburgh guys, like from the area of Pittsburgh, is going to have a bad tournament for whatever reason. I think it's going to be Mickey Philippi. Maybe it's because they spelled his name wrong in the bracket. There's no e. Wait a second. <clears throat> you're yeah. you're taking you're taking Philippi to have a bad tournament because somebody from the Phil. From the Pittsburgh area, has to have a bad tour. I also don't like his. I also don't like his draw. There's I think no he way. can lose to Gomez. I think he can lose to Pletcher. speaking, Nomad's not wrong. Someone will have a bad tournament right. from Pittsburgh. It's <laughs> <laughs> one so, of those Nomad things. Hey, so do you. Uh, so you have DeSanto beating Stevan? Yes, but I also have Stefan getting third. Because right, I didn't actually do the bracket. This is literally just like my thoughts on most like most likely to least like. DeSanto beats Stevan. Soriano beats DeSanto. Mm-hmm. But Mitchich beats DeSanto the second time for third. I no DeSanto semi slides. Oh okay, got it. Because Pitts now, now he's not from Pittsburgh. He's from Exeter. Area. No, I just I don't I don't like him on the backside of NCAA's. Got it. But I think he all Americans this year. I didn't do the bracket, so I have no idea how any of these can actually play out. 
Right. I'm you, not apologizing. You were just doing the geography. Dayton, Dayton beat Suriano. You always so do geography. You should 100 percent apologize. You knew this show was coming. Yeah, yeah but I was doing. I, I was. I had. I. I had a whole lot of. What did you in think we yesterday. were gonna do on this show? Oh, what, I don't care. I don't care. I was. I was. I was. I was. I had the whole. I had a whole. Instead of filling out his brackets, he was. He was putting his article number one on the homepage. Yeah, <laughs> he's too too busy juking the stats. All right, one forty-one. 141 pounds. Let's kick it to our man from the uh, Steel City. Repping a little. That's a Pittsburgh shirt, right? Yeah, Penguins. Perfect. Big Penguin guy. Go Lots pen. of Penguins in Pittsburgh. Go Pens. Um, okay, so we start with eighth <laughs> place. That's the way we want to do it? Yeah, yeah, I like that. All right. Mitch McKee uh, over Mikey Carr, the same place he got at Big Tens. Um, <laughs> that's actually an incredible recovery from yeah. Mikey Carr. <laughs> I, maybe I give him way too much credit, but I actually I have him losing pretty early, and then I like his draw actually back through to place. Um, in fifth, Chad Red over Josh Albert. Mm. Albert finally gets over the hump. Um, third, Nick Lee over Jaden Ironman, and then uh, the champion back to back, Yanni Doc Mahalis over ya- uh, Joey McKenna. I like that. I like that. Um, couple Penn thing. State loses their first semi since Nam. I actually don't think that happens. I have Lee beating McKenna this time. I I really rewatching that match. McKenna had to do two ninja defenses to not get taken down. I just feel like, man, if he's given up, if if Nick is able to attack with that kind of regularity and get in deep, I think he can clean up those finishes and get them. Uh, I really think Nick Lee has a good shot. Now his draw is not great because he's got Moran who beat him, and then he'll have McKenna who he's who he lost to. Um, but he also beat this year. I think he wins this uh, this rubber match here, at least for this season against against McKenna Willie. Uh, why don't you go with your big eight? My okay, starting at the eight. You guys are gonna love this one. I have Kyle Shoop taking eighth. <laughs> uh, Yo, Kyle Shoop I is do. Kyle Shoop is mean on top. I don't hate that. I, I don't. I don't know Kyle about Shoup's path. Taking eight. I don't hate it. Well, it's definitely influenced it's a, by path. I like his draw. That's fine. I'm not mad at it. Yeah. Um, well, you just laughed at me, I think. Um, I did. Yeah, you just like did a spit take. I did a spit. <laughs> I just spat out all my I hope, spit. I, I dude, I don't know. I'll, t- I'll be I'll be honest. The seven eight here. I have Chad Red beating Shoop for seven eight, and Chad Red's path is not great, but uh, Shoop's is. It, I don't know. It, I, yeah. I have the seven eight there. Um, then I have. Another one that I have zero confidence in. I have Cade Brock taking fifth over Kanan Store. Wow. I think his um, draw is so terrible. It's terrible. Oh, it's so terrible. It's so I, terrible. I can't believe you think wow. I thought I was I, I, I thought I was the Cade Brock. I never give it I finally it's just not gonna happen. I'm yeah, trying to you know what, but I am I mean, trying to reverse jinx it into existence. I'll acknowledge that. You know what You know what's even dumber that I have Cade fifth is that I mean, it's one. I don't trust him on the backside, but yet I haven't taken fifth. It's stupid. It's, I know it's a stupid pick. Got um, it. But I have him beating Cannon Store in a five-six. I have Ironman over Lee because I have Joey beating Lee in that semi and Yanni winning it all. Okay, eighth place. I feel like I went a little stupid chalky here, but mm, sorry. Eighth place, Cannon Store. Seventh place, Mitch McKee. Sixth place, Joshua, or excuse me, Chad Red. 
Fifth place, Josh Alber. Fourth, Jaden Ironman. Third, Joey McKenna. As I mentioned, Nick Lee to make the finals, where he will fall victim to the man who will claim many victims for the next several seasons, Yanni Diakamahalas. Your back-to-back champ. Yanni. Now, some interesting nuggets. Um, Nugs. Brock... McKenna loser, i.e. Cade Brock, is going to get dropped into. We talked about this this draw. He's going to have like the, pretty. He's going to have the Parker Red loser, mm-hmm. okay, which is someone really good. Already lost to Ian Parker. Already lost to Ian Parker, and I think it's going to be Ian Parker because I think Red wins that first match. Then, if he wins that, he would have Dom Demas, who basically pinned him twice already in about forty-two seconds. Suboptimal. <laughs> and then he would have to beat Josh Alber, who he basically beat for six minutes and 52 seconds. See, I have it going a little different. Okay. Because I have Kane Store beating Dom Demas. Yep. Oh, yes. so I have Store. I have more beating Demas. Oh, okay. I think it's, I think it's a tough matchup for Demas in that I think Moore's not going to, like, let him mix it up and go crazy. I think he's going to be really strong for the weight and kind of control him with some underhooks, which doesn't really sound right because, okay, go upper body with Dom Demas, you probably get thrown. Acknowledge that, but I'm just saying I think Moore actually takes him out and then Demas goes on uh, a little bit of a run, beats Gill, and then loses to Ian Park, or then beats Demas but loses to Alber in the round of 12, which is maybe a stupid pick too. Mitch Moore, definite wild card. Uh, the the bottom side stuff that you were talking about is really interesting. So you could have Ian Parker and Caden Store, who I believe are high school teammates, could meet for uh, Friday morning in the backside. You could also have Dom Demas, Chad Red, which is what I have meeting no, no, no. in the backside. Cade Brock gets the loser. Cade uh, Brock gets the Ironman Albert loser. Yeah, if he gets there, I don't have him yeah, getting okay. there. I don't either. I have him losing to Ian Parker. He has Ian Parker in his first wrestleback. And then the way I have it is if he were to win that Ian Parker match, he would have Turner of Wyoming, who he's already lost to. Turner's, yeah, Turner's not fun to wrestle. Or uh, Mitch Moore, whoever wins between Mitch Moore and Turner. So. All right. But, yeah, so I think, I think the winner of the Demas Red match places, which I have uh, Demas losing to Albert for seventh. I have Storr losing to McKee for fifth. Storr is very – uh, troublesome to pick in some ways because the the highest level guys he got smoked by this year, yeah. and I guess that shouldn't matter because I'm picking him to finish below those guys. But like when you see somebody get beat up, it's it's a little concerning. Um, but I got I got McKee over Store. McKee finally gets his All American. Uh, McKenna over Ironman and Yanni over Nick Lee. I. Spay made fun of me because I brought up the Penn State's 116 semifinals in a row thing. I don't care who it was. There is something. I think Kale prepares those guys for Friday night better than any coach in the country. And I love Joey McKenna. I was immediately texted by an Ohio State coach when my preview went up. And I was like, please prove me wrong. Like, by all means, Joey's got two wins. He's He's got a better resume. He's made more world teams. He's all american more times than Nick Lee and higher. So yeah, is it a dumb pick? Maybe, but Penn State doesn't lose on Friday night. Also, also they split this year, and they every one he of their matches beat him at home. He beat Nick Lee beat him at Ohio State. Every one of their matches has been a one point match, and the two times Joey win one, he had to take Nick Lee down extremely late in the first period. CP already mentioned the ninja defense stuff. Two ninjas, to, yeah, which. 
this is this is the match or this is the pick rather where you guys said like you feel bad about you know you gotta look guys in the face this is the one i actually feel bad about because i really love joey mckenna i think he's an awesome kid and i think he's gonna have a really great freestyle career and if he looks in the face like you didn't believe me i'm like yep i'm now, sorry joey i mean and just to be clear nomad openly wept this morning before the show <laughs> about this pick it was <laughs> it was beautiful um i'm just glad he filled this bracket out yeah, thanks for doing Kyle, you yes, had Will. Joey in the finals? Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, man, I don't know. I just didn't think Joey was – I didn't think Joey looked right in that third period against Nick. So I, I'm, I gave, sort of gave him a mulligan for it. I hear and that. I know it's a tough matchup. I know it's a tough matchup regardless. I know even if he wins, it's not – you know, it's a, it's a thing. It's not going to be a blowout. I just – I got Joey. 149 pounds. That's great. I already know what the man Kyle Bracky is. Steel City, get it going. You know we mopping. But we'll start with eighth place where um, this one, I, I kind of went crazy on 49. You, this is one you can go crazy. I like it. It was like to me, this weight has maybe like the most potential combinations of all Americans. Mm-hmm. Um, so seventh place, Brock Mahler over Requeer Vandermeer. Ooh, I don't hate that, man. Like he I has been it. awesome all year. Um, fifth place, Kolodzik over Artelona, uh, which I was crazy. And I picked Artelona over Kolodzik on the front side Ooh. and then flipped it in the back side because I was feeling wild. I did that once, too. So you have, <laughs> so you have Artelona in the semi. I have Artelona in the semis. <laughs> so me and Christian were talking on the phone yesterday, and we said it's a very not it, crazy possibility. It could happen. That pff, I could see Bergy coming out of it. I could see Kolodzik. I could see Mahler. That may be like the weirdest um, quarter. quarter there. And then third, Fine Silver over O'Connor. And your final rematch from the Big Ten final, where Snalty Mobs becomes Rutgers' second national champion <laughs> after Nick Suriano. Unless they the start. Yeah, unless I'm yeah, right. that's true. Unless they start it. We should talk about weight. that. I don't know which. Yeah. I have no idea which weight they should start and at. And then astronaut and Soriano can fight each other. Oh, to see <laughs> to be the first. They want to be the first. Yeah, that would be interesting. I feel like Schnalti should get it because he was like, he literally like got it started. Right. Well, he was he was like, He's like, I got this, fam. Yeah. Let me be a four-time All-American and a champ for my, for my peoples. Okay, Willie. Give me something. Um, I. Two have Artelona placing. I have him eighth, losing to O'Connor in the seventh place match. I have Caden Gefeller over. By the way, did you see John Smith call him Goodfeller? In the <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God. John called him, John called him Goodfeller. I think he has to change think, his name now. I will call him I that. I think he watched that. I think he watched that movie with Joe Pesci. Yeah. Goodfellas, and then just turned it into Goodfeller. Uh, but I have Goodfeller beating Deegan in the five-six match. Colo over Fine Silver for third. Ash over Micah in the finals. Okay, um, Nomad, did you bother or nah? He didn't no. do. Okay, no, cool. I only did the I only did the weights that do you I. You know how easy it about. is to fill out the top side at least. Do you know how often I actually fill out every bracket? Are you like Darren Ravel? Never. I've never, never. I've never done, never, it. I've never never done, done it. it in your life. I've never done it. That's You're such pathetic. a liar. That's, I believe him, and I'm disgusted. I'm I've literally Kyle never keep, done it. Kyle I, keeps his NCAA brackets in his book bag for a calendar year. I do. Yeah. <laughs> it's very he handy does. to pull out results. 
I love it. I love it, Kyle. Thank you for doing that. All right, we'll all go. Eighth eighth place. Oh, I'm going to make picks. No. You should be excluded from <laughs> making picks on these waves. No. Fine. Eighth How place. How after you do after, – look, Christian's doing it right now. You work on 57. Hurry up. I, did, I told you. I did. I, I've 57 done the 57 was his preview, yeah. so he did that one. Oh, boy. <laughs> all right. Can I go? No. Eighth place, yeah. Tony Artelone. That's his new nickname. He gets eighth. I have him beating Brock Mahler to make the quarters, but losing to Kolodzik in the quarter. Uh, seventh place, Brock Mahler, shot caller. That's a classic reversal there by me, like Kyle Brackey did. <laughs> Sixth place, Justin Oliver. I hate that. Don't know how I let that happen, but here we are. He placed. He got six. Losing to Austin O'Connor of UNC. Uh, fourth place, you're not classy enough for this fine silver. Third place, <laughs> Kolodzik. <laughs> Second place, <laughs> Mongoose Mick. And he will be mobbed upon for the third time this year. Schnalty mobs the entire way. What's that's so a, funny? That's a tough scene. So you guys can't see it, but uh, CP's bracket, the way that he drew, I don't know if we can get a zoom. That's probably, probably looks terrible. This is bad radio hands. also. But the way he wrote it, he wrote mobbing for each Schnalt win in yeah. his path to the finals. You can't see it, but it says it. Also, I have to show you what my son did. Um, on his bracket. I'll show you that oh, yeah. after That's we go good. through these. Okay, so Ashnault's going to beat Micah in, in the finals. Um, Mitch Feinsilver's going to be third. Frequent Duke thing where they have a randomly high placer that everybody's like, oh, yeah, that guy's been really good all year, and we probably should have just accepted that he was one That's of the best guys in the weight. I don't feel like Feinsilver is a random third-place finisher when he's seated third. No, I understand, but, like, at the beginning of the year – to say Mitch Feinsilver got in third, people would have been like, eh, really? Gotcha. Um, but then he's just been awesome all year. Um, this weight is fascinating to me for a lot of the reasons that we mentioned as far as, um, like, what, what Brack said, it blowing up. We're going to see someone do things that they haven't done before, right? Uh, Ashnold's highest finish is fourth. Micah's j- jumped around. His highest finish is fourth. Uh Kolodzik has been a low seed and finished high. He's been a high seed and finished finished lower. Fine Silver has never All American before. Mahler's a freshman. Um, O'Connor's a freshman. Like I need to break some news right now. Uh oh. Go ahead. Do it. Kyle Canal. Oh no. Oh no. If I am able to get a medical redshirt for next season, I will be attending Penn State University oh to pursue wow. a master's and complete my final year of eligibility. Oh, of course. So. All right. I don't even understand them, really. <laughs> All right. Man, that's interesting. I don't understand that. I mean, especially if Shaq's getting one. Or well, whoever. he's an 84. Yeah, they could yeah, go Shaq, Kassar, or Shaq, Connell, Kassar next year. That They could have three six-year seniors to close out their lineup. Has that wow. ever happened before? 18th years. 18 combined <laughs> years of college? That's wow. absurd. Um, the denture gang. Okay. And then, and then, like the anyway. Getting back to forty nine, you have guys who have placed. Max Thompson is a fifteen seed. G Feller, we don't know where he's at. Um, Justin Oliver has been round of twelve or All American his whole career. So this is just a really goofy weight to me. Look, all that matters is the finals. Rutgers going to get their first national oh. champ. Uh, not all that matters is finals, but like oh, that's what you said. Yeah, okay, fine. All that matters is the finals, guys. Guess what? This is what wrestling fans do. Don't be intellectually dishonest. You don't actually care about the rest of 
the the things because we we would anyway. Don't worry what, about it. What's um, wrong with him right now? Anyway, <laughs> point is, I think Lugo and Bergy underperform, and I think G Feller pulls a Jacoby Smith and is on one leg by the end of the tournament, but comes but places. So I think you're predicting an injury. I'm not predicting an injury. He is injured. Or he certainly His doesn't look doesn't injured. look healthy. Someone from Pittsburgh's getting injured in this weight. <laughs> you got to deal with it. <laughs> There's no way all 149, all the Pittsburgh natives are leaving unscathed. Forget it, Will. It's not happening. Uh, for G, had, I, if you're curious, <laughs> if you're curious, he's gonna be on one leg. He has he had banged up ribs. All right, well, whatever it was. Still, it's gonna transfer down. The blood goes down to the knee area. All right, uh, Mahler. I have Mahler beating G in the round of 12. I have G beating Lugo again, or getting revenge from his earlier loss. I don't feel great about that necessarily, but I do feel pretty good about Mahler beating G again because I saw it and it really wasn't that close. But then again, it's G and you never really know. Berge, I have him losing to Kolodzik, uh, but he could totally win that. And then I have him beating Hank Pohlmeyer. But losing to Mahler, big bank Hank, in a uh, round of sixteen. Is, so, is there any way that uh, Mahler can hit Deegan? Because that is his kryptonite. Um, they could in my bracket. They could if they both win in the blood round. But I have Deegan losing to O'Connor in the blood round. So that could be the Conti quarters. Yeah. You're saying. Oh, they could they hit in, the, in my bracket. They could hit in the semis. They could. Yeah. <laughs> they could. <laughs> All right. One fifty-seven. Nov, next topic, 165. Just kidding. There you go. I'm going to get it started. You know what? I don't care. I'm, I ain't waiting. Do it. Eighth place, Steve Blyes, Minnesota. Mm. Go Gophers. Mm. Seventh, CP, Christian Pagdaleo. Yep. You love you do Christian Pagdaleo. I have big for years. Pagdaleo guy. have for years. Always been a big Pagdaleo guy. His skill, his technique's sick. If he can... I think his draw is good. I think he plays. How about he had? He had one of those matches like Pat Glory against Spencer. Where like he gets like teched, but you're like, man, Pat Glory's pretty good. But like he was getting beat up by Nolf, but you're like, man, Pat Glory pretty good. He is good. I'm telling you, he's good. Watch guys, watch Christian Pat Glory. You're like, dang, this guy's pretty freaking good. So I think he beats. Uh, not to do a Pat deep dive here, but here I go. I think he beats McClure, <laughs> then Humphrey. And then he gives Knopf a real run. I think that's tiebreaker twos, but Knopf's going to win. Then he drops down the round of 12 where he's going to get the Hartman-Keyshawn-Hayes winner. I think he beats that guy. Then he loses to Pantelio, and he beats Steve Blyes. Very reasonable path for this young man. Sixth place, Caleb Young. To fifth place, Ryan Deacon. Fourth, Alec Pantelio, who, who will lose twice to this man, Hayden Heidley. Yep. And which means Tyler Berger... After this one, he will not be able to say one more. No more, he will say. No moss, perhaps. Well, uh, Jason Knopf will beat him. Freestyle careers await. Is Tyler Berger wrestle freestyle? I don't know, but right, he we'll might see. just keep going. <laughs> Until he beats Knopf. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that's my that's my eight. Um, and I don't – there's not a lot of heat here. Nothing super juicy. No crazy quarters. Go ahead, Bradkey. Uh, so – we are similar in our third and fifth place matches, but seventh place, uh, I have Hartman over Jock Hughes. Um, mm. Fifth, Deacon over Young. Third, Hayden over Panaleo for the second time. 
I uh, have Hayden winning in the quarters as well. And then North next topic. Um, no real surprises, I don't think. Okay. I have. I have Blyze in the quarters as a 10 seed. But other that, than that. Yeah, I do too. I have him beaten early. I'm the same. I have him beaten early. Uh, mm-hmm. I just thought he looked really good at Big Tens. Yep. And early, I don't know. I like Larry, but he's, he's taking some well, I have uh, – that's a, I mean, it's a reasonable pick. I have it the other way. I have uh, early beating Blyze and early um, early eighth. And then the rest of it is early eighth losing to Pagdaleo. And then I have the same thing as you, Christian. Deacon five over Young, uh, who's sixth. And I know the history, but I have Pantelio beating Hydley twice in the quarters and in the three-four match. Uh, and then Nolf over Berger. Uh, you know, <clears throat> I wanted to take if Pantelio was the three or uh, two, I would have took Pantelio to make the finals, but he's not, so I'm taking him third. Got it. I, I just worry that the Hydley things match up related. Sure, I get that. Yep. Okay. First uh, of all, you need to put some respect on Josh Humphrey's name. Josh Humphrey beat. Peg Blau this season. I have him. Listen, here's the thing, though. I know. He's the eighth seed. He's a true freshman. Lehigh. Love him. Hope he does well. West Virginia. Uh, he lost the he lost to Wyatt Sheets. I understand. I mean, no offense to Ryan Sheets. And when he does win, it's very close. A, a excellent freshman year. I just I have Humphrey's uh Hartman rubber match in the round of twelve. Mm. And I have Hartman winning. I do too. Um, I think that's going to be. I think that's going to be a really interesting match. Both of their matches were completely different this year. The one time Hartman pinned him in like a Navy ride, and then uh, Humphreys came back, beat him, got a whole bunch of reversals in the EIWA finals. But I really like Josh Humphreys to All American, and I hope that if he hasn't already, um, <laughs> Joe Kenya posted on Instagram. We got this really awesome picture of Josh Humphreys where he looks like uh, John Snow from EIWAs. Anyway. Uh, Caleb Young over Humphreys for seventh. Caleb Young has a lot of matches where they're, the scores are really close, and you go back and watch them, and you're like, he kind of completely controlled this match. Well, because Caleb Young wants to ride for 45 minutes when he can take guys down at will. I don't understand. He can't turn anybody. Yeah. But he just rides forever. It's like, go take him down. Hey, a lot of Iowa guys did that. Especially, it, drives, I mean, it drives me insane. I, DeSanto, why are you like, riding, dude? You know, Go, you know, go barrel I, I roll watch somebody. A lot of, I watch like a ton of Iowa matches, but when I was at Midlands, it was very clear. Cause I guess because I was in the building next to the mats, and th- they would ride for a long time. Yeah, and, w- and no, not close to turning. No, drives me nuts. So the you know Young beat uh, Young beat Humphreys in a duel on December eighth. Think he does that again. There's there's gonna be a Conti uh, Conti quarter between Young and Blyze. Um, both those matches this year were really, really close. I think Blyze gets it done, but this, there's going to be, and you guys are going to make fun of me here, there's going to be one one Minnesota guy that did really well at Big Tens is going to regress, <laughs> and it's going to have something to do. They, they did really well because of where it's going to be, and it's either going to be Blyze or Skatska. I don't know which one. Um, anyway, I got Deacon over Blyze for fifth, which, by the way, they've wrestled six times in college. Deacon De- and Blyze. Deacon and Blyze. It's which, one in – no, it's two, two and four. Blyze uh, beat him twice. Yeah, so he beat him at either EMU or MSU Open in a very strange match, 
And then the Big Ten match was was very strange. I am uh, with the, I'm with everybody but Willie Hadley over Pentelia for third. Um it is weird because while it is matchup based, Alec got the first takedown both times they wrestled, which I like when guys get the first takedown. That's valuable. I dislike it. Uh, and then Nolf over Berger for championship. Uh, they finish off their high school careers. We just had the PWC this this past Friday. They wrestled in the PWC. Seniors finish off their high school careers against each other, and they will finish off their college careers against each other. Did you guys see my stats for Nolf versus Berger in college? They're absurd. Well, it's not close. 24 takedowns yeah, right. to two. Berger's killing him in escapes, dude. You can't hold this man down. <laughs> Also, did you see? Um, I think it was. Can you imagine the parties that Tyler Berger will be able to throw if he somehow did this? Because <laughs> we have, I mean, just the our takes alone, just been completely dismissing. Yeah. Why? Oh yeah, your Twitter. Okay, you gotta go dark so you can beat Nolf right. Imagine if he did it. It would be. Kind of hope it happens now. Uh, did you guys see Berger? So, good. Well. But I want to. I want to say no, something. Berger, Berger knows. Berger knows. I love him. After. After he won Flow Nationals, he was like, in his post-match interview, he's like, thanks, Willie, for always believing in me. And then we go on radio and just dismiss him every step of the way this season. But we do um, believe in him. Jason Nolf. Not so much against Nolf. Okay, these are some absurd stats. And uh, 3D wrestler stats posted them, but I think they come from Lemon Pie originally. Nolf has 122 takedowns this year, has been on his Lemon feet pie. 144 times. Lemon Pie stats are awesome. Um, Bo Nickel has 90 takedowns and has been on his feet 96 times this year. I don't, I don't know what on his what feet do you mean? means. Been on like his feet times neutral, time. like times where both guys were neutral. Uh, or I guess both guys always have to be neutral, but like times where both guys were neutral. Um, Nickel got the takedown 90 times out of 96. Meaning hmm. there's only six times where they were on their feet where Nickel didn't get a takedown. Got it. That's absurd. Hmm. That is 90, absurd. almost 94 percent of the time, Bo Nickel will get a takedown if you're on your feet. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That's crazy. So Nolf, uh, Nolf a little better on his feet. That's interesting. What 100, 122 takedowns to 90. Do you? Yeah. Just messing with you, dude. 165. All right, I'm back. We're back with Bradkey. Let's go. Okay. Oh my I'm God. This is an amazing weight class. It's amazing. This is an amazing weight class. <laughs> it's so much fun. Um, seventh place. Mecky. Makai Lewis over Branson Ashworth. Oh, samesies. Fifth place, uh, Evan Wick over Logan Massa. And yes, I know Massa just beat him. Uh, third place, Chance Marsteller over Josh Shields. Mm. And in near championship final, Vincenzo Joseph over Alex Ranelli. Because <sighs> the man is defeated for Big Tens, but undefeated for NCAAs. Now, I would like to say this. Are we not doing Ourselves. to Vincenzo what we are not doing? What we said we wouldn't do with Spencer, where basically it's like, basically the evidence if for why he will win is that he lost. Sure. Basically, with Chenzo. Full disclosure, I picked Chenzo. Well, I think I did the, the biggest thing. difference is Spencer took these losses in the regular season that Chenzo didn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, like yes. losing the losing the pitch and losing to Rivera. Yeah, losing Rivera twice, lo- getting pinned by pitch. Um, glory storming back on him. Mm-hmm. Um, and Chenzo didn't do that. My all right, I want to go. Go. I'm, I'm not even waiting. I, I like him. So mine are a little. Our seventh eighth is the same, 
except I have Branson Ashworth beating Makai Lewis okay. for seventh. Really like Branson Ashworth. I think his draw is uh, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Sixth place. Here's where it gets a little spicy. Demetrius Romero falls to Evan Wick. Mm. I have Demetrius Romero placing. Fourth place, Logan Massa <laughs> over Chance Marsteller. And in the NC2A finals, I believe Vincenzo Joseph will beat Alex Marinelli. I think we'll see a more assertive first period. Here's what I think. Take down in the first and ride out. Right, the top's going to be a factor here. I see whether it's a takedown and ride out or um, riding him out in the second. Chinzo's got to do something to where Alex Marinelli is not pulling on his head for seven minutes straight. Mm-hmm. I think he works real, real, real hard for an early takedown and ride or a ride out in the second or third to win it. I don't think the match will look similar. There is a possibility this is just a bad matchup for Vincenzo Joseph. That has to be factored in. That can maybe not be denied. He's 0-2 against this guy. He's been body locked twice to his back. Uh, but, I mean, I mean, you can't watch that match and say, okay, I see how it's going to go differently. But I yeah. just see it going differently. I just do. And I would love to see Alex Marinelli pull it off. I really would. But. Just something uh, – I'm not going to be the guy that picks against Vincenzo Joseph in, in uh, at NCAAs after what I've seen. I still think um, he's probably the best guy. Some interesting things that I have happening. I have – I have uh, other than Chinzo winning. I have Massa going through Steyert and Shields uh, to make the semis. I think Shields loses to Massa in mm. the quarter. And then I have Romero beating Shields in the round of 12. Okay? I have that. You can – Call me stupid, and I will accept that. You're stupid. And then I will laugh at you when it happens. It's going to happen. I have 100. This bracket is 100% correct. Uh, That will be round of 12, sir. I have uh, have Ashworth beating White in the second round. Same. Which he has done before to Mm -hmm. make the quarters. Shields beating Massa, then Massa coming down and beating Romero in the blood round. Yeah, the White Ashworth winner is set up nice in the round of 12. If yes. they can get there and lose to Chinzo, they're going to have something like Fogarty or Tishan Campbell or Martin. Ebed Gerald. Ebed Gerald. It's, it's looking good. So that White-Branson uh, match, that's like that's like kind of a pre-round of 12, round of 12 match because you're going to be in good shape to place if you win that one. And if you lose... You might have played yourself because you're going to get dropped in. The loser there, you really played yourself because you're going to get dropped into the Joe Smith zone, mm-hmm. okay? And the winner, if you Joe get – Smith zone. Yeah, you don't want to be in that zone. And if Joe Smith gets by Bullard and then Connor Flynn, you'll ha- he'll have the White Branson uh, loser. Then the winner of that match will get the Wick Chance loser. So we're – it's horrible. Yeah, so I have – I have actually have Joe Smith losing to Isaiah White. I d- and I, then White losing to Evan Wick because I have Chance in the quarters. I do too. I have it a little differently. I have Joe beating Isaiah White and then losing to Evan Wick, mm-hmm. which is actually not a bad matchup for Joe. So, but I just I don't know. Would would you? How do you make a smart prediction with Joe? Exactly. You don't. You just don't. Don't. It's all stupid. That's well, mine. What really? I have I have chaos going on, and a lot of it is. It's, it mirror. You're gonna say it, I'm crazy, but for the same reason, I don't have Gable winning at heavyweight. I don't have 
Marinelli, and that's just because of path. Uh, path stinks. If you if you take Alex Marinelli and you put him next to each guy, Joe Smith, I would take Alex. Makai Lewis, I will take Alex. Uh, then I have Chance there. Um, I would maybe t- I would probably take Alex. If he was in the finals against Chenzo, I would probably take Alex. But I do not see I, that's a lot of tough matches, and I think he drops one along the way. And for that reason, I have Chance in the finals losing to Vincenzo. Okay, so you have you know who could do that run though is Alex Marinelli because he's so he is just the grittiest, oh, toughest, agree, sob, agree, in that arena. Agree. Yeah. And for all the match duckers, the, you know, look what's on this guy's leg. There, that's a serious injury. He just wrestled through it for two straight years. Dude's a warrior. Um, yeah, I, his his path stinks. So you have it, but you have him making the finals. No. Oh no. A chance. Oh. Chance to make him dance. Yeah. I listen. What I, I guess what Got I'm it. saying is, I sort of hedged against. I don't know who's going to be Alex Marinelli. Maybe no one. But that that path, I just like somewhere along the line, he could get tripped up, man. Yeah. I mean, and it could start in round one. I mean, Joe, I will take Alex against Joe Smith. But if Joe Smith beats Alex Marinelli, I'm not, like, shocked. Joe Smith is uber talented. Yeah, um... He definitely is. I don't know, man. It's freaking tough. And what is this kind of factor of, you know, Joe Smith lost his grandfather. Is that going to be a motivating thing? Is that going to be a deflating thing? Who knows? I I would love to see. It it stinks because I want to see Joe Smith go on a run, this magical run, and then he's got the one seed right away. And uh, Yeah, it's tough. Uh, You know what? There's so many... To me, there's so many stories that you want to root for in this one. Um, I want to root for Alex Marinelli because the man told the line every step of the way. He wrestled with an injury. Eli passed away. He has the toughest road yeah. for one seed of all time. I want Ma- Alex Marinelli to do great things. He's undefeated. Um, I-, I want to root for that. I want to root for Chance Marsteller making the comeback that he came, you know, that he went through. Um, I want to root for Joe Smith because uh, I think he got hosed with the 33 seed. His grandfather just passed away. I mean, there's a lot of feel-good stories here. Can we talk about Chinzo's path being so much better than Marinelli's? Oh, my gosh. It is just like tailor-made. If you could – if. The one seed should be able to swap with someone else in the bracket. Like, no, <laughs> I'm coming down here. Chenzo, you go up there. You you, you go, deal with you, you deal ta- with that. You handle Joe and then Virouette and Makai Lewis and Chance Marstad. You take all that. I'm going down here with Shields, Massa, Branson, Ashworth. Let me go down there. It's my right. Dad, gone it. Hey, so that gone it. Get the cautions going. Get the cautions going. Terry. Y'all have. All three of you have Wick over Chance? I have Chance over no, Wick. No, I have Chance over Wick. Okay. I just have Mirinelli over Chance. Have, have we got to Nomads yet? He probably didn't do this one. No, I just did it. Thanks oh. to the interactive bracket online. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Who you got? <laughs> okay. So, 
In eighth place, we have, or excuse me, for seventh rather, we have Makai Lewis beating Josh Shields. Uh, Demetrius Romero is the, one of the more fascinating guys in the bracket. Mm -hmm. um, the Makai Lewis second round match, the Josh Shields round 12 match. If he loses to Makai Lewis, that's how I have it going. And just the way he wrestled at Big 12s, Demetrius Romero, very, very interesting uh, to me. For fifth and sixth, we get round three um, Isaiah White over Logan Massa. For third and fourth, I think Chance Marsteller goes out on a win. Be awesome to see. Beats Evan Wick. Okay, here's where you're gonna make fun of me. Go ahead, start, start, uh, start bringing Ooh. it on. Okay, what did I say at one point? I think it might have been Nathan Tomsell. I love storylines, right? <laughs> and I think the storyline this year is like seeing Alex Marinelli smack the Eli thing live, like from ten feet away. Look, there's many reasons to be motivated to win NCAA title that have nothing to do with one of your best friends passing away, the guy who's going to be your brother-in-law. Vincenzo Joseph is one of the best gamers of all time. He's Jay Jaggers and Ethan Lezak and all the other ones rolled into one. <laughs> all right, can Ethan Lezak <laughs> win just, a title? Just stop. Stop. You ruined two soliloquies in a row now. It's consecutive <laughs> episodes. I don't think I ruined them. You did ruin them. You, I Let them go. Yeah. Preach. Alex Marinelli... <laughs> Is whatever Alex Marinelli is the champ of destiny this year, and it, it 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 feels awful to pick against Vincenzo Joseph. Like you just you hate doing it because you just seen him do it before. But I think Alex Marinelli has a, a very heartfelt uh, post match interview to to Eli Stickley, and is like you know this one's for you, bud, or whatever he says, and gets it done. All right, and that Penn State is, will have it locked up by seventy points, so it won't matter if Chenzo wins or not. That is beautiful. I should have waited to tell you that I don't understand how Ethan Lezak gets thrown into this gamer category. I know he does good at NCAA. That's, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The, but, I mean, the, the guy Jay Jaggers area gets thrown in the area. He's in Jaggers. No, no, no. I'm not saying he's in. Hold on. I'm not saying he's in Jaggers area. I'm saying Chenzo is that level gamer to combine all of the guys that you think do worse than regular season <laughs> or in the conference tournament together. I can. I can that put, is Chenzo. I can put ten people in front of freak Ethan Lezak. All right, let's just. Oh, well, that's just the one I came oh, up with. Why, I know like, it's not a big deal. The man, but he's a bad example. He lost to someone in the NCAA finals. He majored that year. Okay, fine, whatever. Then no Ethan Lezak. The, the point <laughs> is, it's about it's about gamers, and those are just the two I came up with. I don't. I didn't think that through. Who cares? Efren Salinas is a better gamer the, than the, uh, than Ethan Lezak. You you understand my point? Yes. You're nitpicking right. the, the the words, which Rochal. Okay, I effed up. My yeah, bad. Rochal. Alex Marinelli's gonna win. Got it. That's the point. All right. Be what do you have? Uh, so Alex Marinelli over Chenzo. Dude, I would love it. I would freaking love it. I hope he has, he has chance third going out a winner because mm -hmm. he loves storylines. All right. I love storylines. Big storyline. 174. Well, your whole storyline thing was that NATO would win. Yeah, okay. He, yeah. I, I'm sorry that I can't be wrong on my storylines. Well, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> His example, you know what? Like Just like NATO. <laughs> Didn't win it. No, but the, remember when I said that, though? That's yeah, what I, meant. I do. I loved it. I like storylines, too. I would love that. That's a much better storyline than Vincenzo Joseph winning. But I, it's just. Well, I don't know. Four time in Silver Champs could. Good storyline. I don't know. We've seen a lot, you know, the two times. Seen a lot. <laughs> seen a lot of four-time champs. No, no, no. Seen a whole passel of four-time champs. That's what I said. He's not a four-timer. He's, you know, you know, he had a two-timer in his first match and he lost. I don't know. How many guys are on 
still able, like eligible on pace to win four. Spencer, Yanni, and Chenzo, right? I yeah. guess technically any freshman. Every freshman. Gable, yeah. every freshman. So Malik Heinzelman still on track. Yeah. All right. Sasso's um, well on his way. <laughs> Dude, Sasso, you'd say Sasso. I might I might pick that guy to win a chip next year. I don't care. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. With that turtleneck. That's in That's in play. All right. 174 pounds. Let's, let's kick it to Steven Kyle. Oh, boy. Steve? I always like surprise, and I know I'm going first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> crap. Let me, let me shuffle him up here. Yeah. Was, really was not prepared for this. Pulls out a recorder. Um, <laughs> 174 pounds. Uh, seventh place match, I have David McFadden over Devin Skatska. Uh, I think he will not be the Minnesota guy to underperform. Um, in fifth place, <laughs> Jacoby Smith over Jordan Cutler. Mm. Third place, Miles Mean over Daniel Lewis. Oh, no. And then your final. <laughs> Mark Hall over Zahid Valencia. Did you say David McFadden's name? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay, got it. I'm, I blacked out for a second. He was <gasps> the one that stopped Skatska's magical run. Oh, got it. Got it. <laughs> Christian said, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, what was that oh, no? I for? thought you didn't say McFadden. Oh, no. I said McFadden. Right. No, Fatty you Daddy. said oh, no because you said oh, no because you thought because of Miles over Daniel Lewis, I think. No, that's not why I said oh, no. It really, you I just really didn't think I was going to get there because you knew he wasn't going to be in the finals. No, I really just I, – I, I'm not lying. I literally thought you didn't say David McFadden. That um, was the only thing. I don't think I really have anything shocking here. I think Jacoby Smith can absolutely beat Daniel Lewis. I didn't pick it. Um, and if Mark wins, is this no longer the greatest rivalry in NCAA wrestling history, Nomad? <laughs> no, I've, I've, I've thought about this. It, it, has, <laughs> it, it, it has to go on a – no, I have because I, I like – it's part of the article. He has to. Mark has to go on a a, a nickel like run over Miles, where he wins like whatever three four in a row. Mm. But it still might be. I think for the rivalry, Zahid needs to win. Yeah. For oh, the, for the sake of the rivalry, absolutely, Zahid needs to win. I think we're gonna see. Obviously, I have Zahid over Lewis in the semis, but I think we're gonna see the Zahid we expected to see this year. But you have Mark winning. I still have Mark winning though. Is that because your wife made you? Make that pick because no. she loves Mark Hall the most. She does, but um, no, I just – I don't know. I, have to, I just can't pick against Mark right now. That's, that's where I'm at, buddy boy. Okay, I'll go. I have next. Taylor Lujan uh, beating Dylan Lighty in the round of 12 and then losing to Jacoby Smith for seventh place. I have Jordan Cutler sixth, losing to David McFadden. Oh, no. Fourth place, Daniel Lewis falls to Miles Amin. This is pretty chalky, huh? And then I have Mark Hall over Zahid Valencia. And you know what? I don't know. But just Mark seems like he's just on a roll. He's yeah. going to – I'm not – I'm not uh, – I mean, he beats a mean by one point every single time they wrestle. So I think that probably happens again because it's happened four straight times. Uh, but that's a tough match. I acknowledge that. And then Zahid – you know, if Zahid – from last year shows up, but why would he? Sh it's kind of like the Spencer thing. It's like, well, sure, if that guy's around, but I've been looking for that guy all year. I haven't seen him, so I don't think he's. I don't think he's around. I, we need to find him. Maybe he'll be back next year, but I don't think he just shows up in in March. He's like, hey, I'm back, and then I don't think Mark Hall's the kind of guy you can just be whatever through the season and then just raise your level and then you're better than everyone. I think Mark Hall's really special in his own right. So I think Mark Hall 
NC2A champion, and he goes 2-1 uh, or 1-2-1 one, one for his career. Interesting round of 12. I have Labriola losing to Cutler. Lydie, as Same. I mentioned, falling to Lujan. I have Jacoby beating Smith, which has con confused me for a second because <laughs> they both have the same last name. So that's a pretty Ethan Smith. Yeah, Ethan the Smith. And then I have um, no Minnesota Magic for Skaska because he hits McFadden in the round of twelve. See, um, is that what? <laughs> no, I have I have Skaska over Lighty because I think I picked Skaska over Luhan because I was feeling wild. That's what I have. Oh, you're four loco. So huh? that get if. The winner of that match gets a pretty favorable round of 12 match with Lighty. Uh, yeah, I don't... Or Ethan Smith. It could be Ethan Smith. You were feeling crazy picking that 9 over the 8. Yeah, it's pretty wild Ooh. times. You had that Mountain Dew energy. And then, um, pretty wild. Jacoby Smith over Britt Wilson and McFadden over Lujan. Got it. Those are my blood rounds. All right, William Saylor. Um, I got Mark... I was start at, start at eight. Kyle, you said got Mark in eighth. All right. Kyle, you said one forty nine. You think there's a lot of yeah, um, a lot of potential combinations uh, of who can place and in what order. I kind of feel that same way about seventy four. Wow. Um, I don't. That's interesting. You know, I agree from like five through eight. I think, I think the top four are pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Solid, but yeah, five through eight, I agree. I, I mean. I think there's I a rock solid six. I, I certainly think you could. There's a there's a variant in uh, potential variance in what they finish. Maybe the core is the same for all of us. But anyway, I got McFadden seventh uh, over Luhan. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I have a I have a mean over Cutler. I. I don't know who I have a mean losing to in the Conti semis. I think Jacoby, because I have Jacoby fourth and Daniel Lewis third. I have Hall beating Zahid in the finals. Okay. You have Hall over Zahid too? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Captain Storyline. Well, <clears throat> I still – well, I'll get to that. Lujan finally gets uh, his All-American <laughs> finish losing to David McFadden. That is one of the few – 174 is, for whatever reason, the past two years, everyone has hit. It is the easiest way to rank. It's the easiest way to seed because everyone sees everybody, but somehow we haven't seen McFadden Lujan yet. Um, hmm. Jacoby Smith finally gets a win over Jordan Cutler. He's 0-3 against him. I have no data to back that up other than just complete gut feeling. Uh, Amin beats Lewis for third, writing the weird seating situation that happened when Lewis pinned uh, Zahid. So at one point, I said I would never pick Mark Hall over Zahid Valencia. Uh-oh. <sighs> wow. Deep, to the deep side. Are you going to lie to everybody? Yeah, you I lied, lied to everybody. To I lied oh. to everybody. I think the Zahid we saw last year was, like, crazy locked in on a mission i'm gonna destroy mark hall i don't care you have to kill me this is my title not yours and then mark hall told me at southern scuffle he learned how to sprawl <laughs> over the summer and i think that is very simply the difference he changed he changed and improved in a very basic skill and i don't know that zahid changed or improved a basic skill to match it 
Um, Chris Pountain's a really awesome coach and could have, could have Zahid ready for Mark Hall. But I hate picking against Penn State the NCAA tournament. As of, that's why I picked Nuclear Jim McKenna. And I think Mark Hall beats Zahid. I still think it's the best rivalry of all time because they both have wins over each other as national champs. I'm starting um, to think it's not. Yeah, I'm sure we can Name one that. better. Go ahead, name one better. Well, I you didn't won't. come prepared. I know you didn't because there's not one. You can come prepared. <laughs> yeah. There's not one. Jeez. You know, you know what? Just to go, just to go back to your um, Mark Hall, you, you claim you never pick him again. I'm pretty sure even last year you said something to the effect of Zahid could lose 99 times yep, in a row. I did. I, he did say this. Yes. He said Zahid no, said could this. win 99 times in a row, and I will still lose 99 times in a row. I will still pick Zahid to beat him. Yep. So – not quite ninety nine. We got to one. We got to one. one. We got to one. And he's like, you know it's what? Not, it wasn't Split. even. It wasn't even necessarily that one. It was. It was everything else. Like, I, Mark Hall. I just make. There's me a whole bunch of guys everything. that suck to pick pick against. Mark Hall, maybe right at the top of the list. Um, so it was. You just when you said that, you had no idea that Mark Hall would be able to learn new skills at Penn State, was basically what you're saying. Then you oh, found out he I learned, know, I said that. Hold then on. you no, found I, out he learned something. You were like, well, he can still learn? No, he no, but I, no, but I, I, did say, I did say that. Before Mark Hall went to college, I said my number one concern with him, well, there's two, and they're kind of tied together. Mm. Number one is he that sucks at recorder. he is not, um, <laughs> he's traditionally not offensively, like, offensive-based in, in, in big matches. Um, he can obviously get takedowns and, and pin guys and score points, but he, he's more counter-based. And number two, there's a lot sports. of guys who um, just they are what they are when they get to college because they've wrestled 14,000 hours. And Mark Hall, from the time he was in seventh grade, had amazing coaches. And I was like, look, sometimes guys just they're just maxed out, like they're just they're just done. And Mark Hall is amazing, but like, what what's he going to add to the tool shed? And you said, you know, well, he's in the best place for it. And I said, I know you're right. And turns out he's in the best place for it and got better. So, all right. Well, who would have thought Penn State would be a good environment for 74-pounders? We didn't know till we found it, out it, the it hard way. It wasn't that. Was, I know. He's, I'm, he's giving, been, he's, I'm giving you a hard time. You changed, but I credit Nomad. He, he backed off his, well, his crazy listen, take. I, it is a crazy take that you're surprised that Mark Hall – it's not specific Hold on, to let, Mark let Hall. Willie go a little bit. It's not specific to Mark Hall, though, Willie. It's like a lot of guys. No, you know? I know, but I think I think you're I think the error I think the error in your statement is that you're making it about Mark Hall. And while yes, Mark Hall has surprise, surprise, Mark Hall can improve. I think this is more about Zahid. I mean, yeah. Zahid was toe to toe with Kyle freaking Dake. He smoked Alex Derringer. Kyle freaking Dake. Okay. Yeah. And then he comes back. The reason that you are picking Mark Hall right now is not because Mark Hall has jumped levels. It's because Zahid, this season, has not been the Zahid from last summer. Yeah. He kind of has, though. Like, no, outside of law. No, absolutely not. He got pinned by Daniel Lewis. He's not I, been. I, I understand that. But if you look at the entirety of the rest of his uh, schedule, he's been the same guy. No, he hasn't. He, okay. <laughs> He's not the same guy if he lost to it's the guy he beat twice and he I, lost to Daniel Lewis. I don't understand how you could say he's the same guy. He, he's he's really not that much different. He's regressed. I, I'll say it. I, I, I don't, don't want to say regret. I don't want to well, say I would not, I would not okay. use that word. By he hasn't been as good. 
Yeah. That I think semantics. That by definition means regress. I think it, it just regress just sounds stronger, but it means he's not as good. He's the entire year this year. He's been not as good as he was last year. His results well, have when you is, use, his results is, have regressed. That's for it's sure. It's semantics, right? But when you say regressed, it sounds like his skills diminished, or he's not. I, I just think he's not at the top of his game. Yeah. This season. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, that's 74. See, he could definitely win. We all know. But where you at? Okay. 184. Uh, Bracky. Let's start with Bracky this time. I am ready this time. Wow. So Consummate pro. Talk it to all my haters. Um, seventh place match. Bonacorsi over Parker. Mm. Fifth place match. Max Dean over Zach Savatsky. Third place. Ryan Price over Taylor Vince. What? Yeah. Fight me. <laughs> I love it. And so then the finals, <laughs> in the finals, Miles Martin finally gets to wrestle Shakur Sheed, and he sends a freaking statement. By pin? No, he just takes him down a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Um, I'll see if there's really anything surprising. I have Dakota Gear making the quarters of the 26th seed. Could be the highest wrestler ever to make the quarterfinals. I've got that too. Um, Friend? I think Nick Renan is obviously not 100%. Same. Uh, and then I think he can beat Colbray. Um, mm-hmm. Louis Colbray Dupre. Has had a nice year. Louis Dupre can easily be in the semis. Really has. Um, nope. He can <laughs> beat. Nope. Nope. He, he can't. He got pinned by Drew Foster like. Very quickly. Sick. Don't care. Um, <laughs> I just don't care. It's March, baby. It's all that matters. This is literally all that matters. Can't hold anything back. Please do not tell me any results from earlier this year because this is all that matters. Fair <laughs> point. <laughs> uh, I did a classic thing where I picked Taylor Vince to beat Ryan Price on the front side and then Price to beat him on the back side. I did a classic that too uh, with Zavaski and Dupre. Okay, me next. I, yeah. I do it too, but theoretically, it makes zero sense. It makes zero makes sense. No I'm sense. just like, I can't no, pick this but twice. Actually, okay, so I was there. I was like, this makes zero sense. But then I thought about it. No, it actually makes perfect sense because if you view it as a coin flip matchup, then it makes perfect sense to pick one guy and the next. It actually makes less sense to pick the same thing. You know what I, you know what I do? It's just even dumber. But Can someone acknowledge that's a great point? I, it might be that, my only a, one the whole show. Hey, man, good point. <laughs> that's a fair Thanks, point. Dude. That's a fair point. What I do is and here we I think that I – I don't know. May, I think that I go like, which person cares less about wrestlebacks? And that is wholly, uh, completely, like, subjective. Like, how do I know that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that. But I, I do. I that. I love that. Hey, own that rationale. I'm cool with it. All right, eighth place. I have the 26th seed, Dakota Keir, uh, losing to Ryan Price. Sixth place, I have Dupre losing to Zavatsky, who he actually beat in the quarters, as you'll find out on uh, Friday morning. You'll watch that happen live. Uh, fourth place, Maxwell Dean will fall to uh, Emery Parker. Shakur Rashid's going to make the finals. It's going to happen. And he's going to lose to Miles Martin, who will send an international message. It's not a national message. Oh, yes. International. Global. Intergalactic, perhaps. Some interesting things that happen. I have Price beating Vins. I have Dean beating Wilkie. Um, I have Dupre beating Foster. Am I going crazy? 
Now he pinned him in a tilt. He just showed me. Foster pinned Dupre in a tilt. Huge Louis Dupre guy. Just hate no, hate you his. You literally hate him. Hate his draw. You literally hate him. Hate You've that said draw. It. You hate New Yorkers. You hate people with farm strength. You've said you're, this is all on the record. Uh, <laughs> but I think you know Zavasky could could make the finals for sure. I think he loses in the quarters. I like Zavasky's draw to the quarters. Interesting round of twelves. Um, Colbray, I have him falling to Dean. Colbray losing to Gear hurts uh, because if Colbray beats Gear, it's kind of that 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 little pocket that two forty three. A lot of the matches there, the winner there ends up the seven ten winner loser ends up really playing themselves for the round of twelve um, because if Gear wins that, he'll have like Nino Bonacorsi or Cash Wilkie winner in the round of twelve. Now that's not great, and we all love Nino here. That seems and to Nino be a- is from Pittsburgh. Oh shoot. That, that seems oh, to be oh boy. It all comes seems back to be a to common Pittsburgh. theme that the seven ten loser is screwed on the backside. I feel like you've said that for a couple weeks they, now. It's yeah, it's like the reality. Um, well, because they get the four five loser. Is that is that the is that the, is that um, the, yeah, the thing that's that the anomaly that, that we started out? we're arguing, yeah. Where one a certain seed is way better than the other and it actually like bears itself it, out. Yeah, it's the one it's the one yeah, uh, seven almost the six seed outplaces the seven. Is or the wait, eight, something like eight that. outplaces the seven. Eight outplaces seven. And let's look at what just for example what that would be in this scenario. I have Price losing and dropping down round of twelve, he'll foster the um who six. is people. The six. Yeah, it is better. It's better to be the eight. Because if the seeds play out And if you do happen to pull the upset, you're you're sitting pretty. Anyway. Yeah, that's that, that that's so. I have Vin's DNPing losing to Zavasky. I've gear beating Bonacorsi as I mentioned before. This is a crazy one. This one could go a lot of different directions. I see a lot of All American contenders not placing. I really like Colbray. I think Colbray's had one of the more underrated years. I think Drew mm-hmm. Foster's really good and could totally beat Ryan Price in the round of twelve. Nino Bonacorsi, we all love here, and maybe should be a favorite over Dakota Gear. Fight me. I wanted a twenty-six seed to place. Fight him. Fight me. You know where to find me. Actually, don't fight. Well, let me look at you, and I'll decide if I want to fight you. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I'm not. I'm not about. I'm a pacifist. I don't want to fight you unless you're small and I can take you. In which case, let's fight. All right. Who's up now? William. William Saylor. Liam. Let's go. I'm. I, listen. I messed my. Uh, I messed the backside up with the. I had the wrong guys fall into the wrong places, but <laughs> um, it's really tough. It took you know it took Caleb a good fifteen minutes to figure out how it worked. So. <laughs> oh <laughs> no, I was rushing to get it done before the show started, uh, and I realized now that I messed him up. But uh, I have the, the most important part is I have Dean winning that quarter with Emery Parker, <clears throat> and then um, and then falling to Miles. I have I have Miles over Rashid in the finals, Zavasky over Dean in the three four match. Okay. Did you, do you have Dean? Did you say you have Dean in that Parker? Quarter? I got him. I got him. Uh, I have Parker winning. I have, so you Parker have Parker winning. In yeah, I do. Parker's a little underrated, I think. And I think Dean gets the gay bump sometimes, where I think he's just like he's good, but I don't. I don't think he's special well, athletically like Gabe is. I, no, I feel you. I feel you. But that that match controlling Price. Made me a little more confident. No, for sure. He could he could definitely beat Parker. He also smashed Savatsky. Dean? Yeah. Pretty sure he's also lost to him this year. Eh, they split. They huh? Split. They split. They split. Classic split. Which is evidence for my Zavatsky split with Dupre. 
Yep. Perfect. Dean, did Dean lose to Foster? Is that what we're talking about? The the, the pin. Dean the, Dupre got pinned by Foster. In a oh, tilt. Dupre. Okay. In a tilt. Are you allowed to but pin in a tilt at NCAs? That might not be an approved move. It might not be. Approved. What was the head to head? They wrestled, did. they wrestled a duel. What was the head to head there? Dean and and and. Foster. Dean won. I think Foster like had the takedowns. Oh, that was such a goofy match. Yeah, I was there for that. And then uh, Dean wrote him out to get the win. And then there was a there was a, a review on a reversal at the end, which did not go Northern Iowa's way. But gotcha. he was he Foster got more takedowns and was winning. He was winning or tie going in the third. Daniel and then Roy. Dean got uh, uh, right top. Get it, Danny. Okay. It, Danny. So. Um, I have chaos in this weight because this weight sucked to rank all year. I wasn't even a ranker, and I know that. Um, I'll get to Miles in a second, but guess what, guys? I'm going to spend a little time on Miles Martin because he wrestled in Maryland, so suck it. Uh, Vens over Zavatsky for seventh. Jersey boy. Uh, Parker over Rashid for sixth. Max Dean over Nino Bonacorsi for third. And Miles Martin beating Drew Foster um, in the finals. I have no idea how this weight's actually going to go. I just have a feeling it's the one that's most likely to implode. Uh, I definitely hear everybody saying that Shakur has an excellent draw to uh, both the quarters and the semis, and you're probably right. Um, but I and there, there's probably a little you and I thing going on. Actually, I think I'm wearing a you and I shirt right now. Wow. Yep, I am. So there you go. On. That's why. Um, but yeah. I remember after CKLV, Schwab uh, was like. Like, how you feeling? He's like, well, we're going to have a finalist at 184. So, you know what? I'm going to buy into the Schwab mob, and they're going to get their first one. Um, in any case. Their first what? Uh, finalist. Wow. All right. So, you oh, got Foster he, over. He pinned, he pinned to pray. Yeah. He pinned to pray in a tilt, and he's 2-0 against Savatsky this year. And I don't think. Um, I love this. I don't think Shakur's there. I. I, it's you don't not, it has nothing to do with Shakur. I really like Shakur. I said this on the last episode. I really like Shakur. I just I don't think that he's all there. Anyway, last thing. I really hope Miles Martin goes out on a win. I remember watching that kid as a freshman for McDonough and uh, him beating Peter Galli in the national prep semis after losing to him several times that year. And well, you could just tell that he, he had something different about him. Um, he got it done as a true freshman, which I didn't see coming. He had, you know, the, those matches with Bo Nickel. Um, but I hope he's a Hodge finalist. He's been one of the most dominant wrestlers we've seen from neutral this year. And just an all-around great kid. Greg Martin has been putting up some awesome stuff, um, kind of nostalgic type stuff on social media these, you know, th this season about Miles' career. Uh, and, and that's the one that I'm most sentimental about because I saw him coming up. So. Why, don't you, why don't you cry? Would you cry for the people? I might. All right. Right now. As He's from to, New Jersey. Let's just get that from straight. New Jersey. Is Ed Ruth from Pennsylvania? He or? he wrestled at McDonough. So. Sweet. Oh, he went to a boarding school. Awesome. Bo Bartlett from PA. <laughs> Got it. Nailed it. Now, listen. Nick, Nick Reenan, the pride of Pennsylvania. Yep. Now, listen. Nick Reenan. You know Nick Reenan? Do you know Nick Reenan would not wrestle at Dapper Dan because they wouldn't let him wrestle for Team USA. He refused to wrestle for PA. <laughs> that is a true story. I love well, it. Um, he shouldn't. Yeah, this is not from PA. That is a true story. I now love listen. it. Good for Nick. Zip it. We Zip it. 
I want to state something about this bracket that I think, I don't know. I want to see if you guys agree with me on. I think that early in the year, Zavatsky had some goofy losses. And I think it's one of those senioritis type things. And I think he's clicking now. And I think he's super dangerous. And uh, I think he's a finalist contender. I have Rashid going, but I don't see Zavatsky losing to Foster. And I don't see, um, and I do see the potential for Zavatsky to beat Rashid. ZZ top. Let's get it. Will ZZ get the Pittsburgh bump? Wow. <laughs> Will he? Uh, Will he? I don't know. <laughs> That's the big question. We'll find out this weekend. Oh, next episode of Dragon Ball Z. Okay, 197. Oh, Let's go. You know what? I'm starting it. Okay. Fight well, me. You jerk. I've got uh, Malik McDonald, the prophecy fulfilled, eighth place. <laughs> Fight me if you want. I've been beating Tom Slay. Uh, in the round of 12. He loses to Ben Hannes Green-Ellis for seventh. Mm. Sixth place, Willie Miklas will fall once more to Preston Weigel, who is fifth. Fourth place, Jacob Warner, freshman AA, falls to Brucky for third. And then, this is this is chalky, I get it, nickel over more. It won't be close. And I think probably Bo cements his Hodge uh, win. Here, sorry, I, I didn't got have a better word. His uh, I got too many. I got too many. I was very kind to Oki State in all the. I mean, I got pitch. I got Dayton. Uh, you'll mm-hmm. see. I have White. You got Cade? I have. I have. I have Cade High. I have. I have Weigel making the finals. I have Weigel over Colin Moore. I'm down in the semi. I can get down with that. So I don't know. Maybe give, I'm a give, too give high. your eight, buddy. Give your eight. My eight, my eight goes like this. Um, I have Traxler over Iello for seven eight. I don't like it, uh, but that's what I have. I have Miklas over Warner in the five six match. Um, Moore beating Brucky in the three four, and Bo over Weigel. The most important point there is Weigel over uh, Moore in the semi. Nito, Bracky, Kyle, Steven. Yes. Uh, for seventh place, I have Schultz over Slay. For fifth place, Willie Miklas over Jacob Warner. Third place, Preston Waggle over Pat Brucky. And in the finals, for Nickel over Colin Moore. Interesting. A few notes of mine. I have, um, how, how does Malik McDonald place, you may ask. I have, <laughs> I have him, uh, I have him beating Noah Adams. Okay, are we good here? Are we fine with that? Then I think he beats. He loses to Brucky. Very close match. Very close. Suspiciously close, actually. Then he beats Orndorff. Then Rocco Kaywood, and then Tom Slay, who I believe he's two and zero against. So I, I actually think Tom Slay has an outside shot at placing because I think he beats Aiello to make the quarter. But then Colin Warren, he's probably not going to. Yeah, I've got Slay placing. You do, mm-hmm. Kyle. Eighth place. Wow. Kyle, what do you have, uh, Weigel? I have Weigel third. Gotcha. Loses to Colin Moore. And that means it's Nomad's turn. Uh, Did you do this one? Willie, I feel I feel those <laughs> feels on I feel those feels on uh Weigel over Moore. Weigel looked amazing at Big Twelves. I really like how good he is on top. I don't think the last time they wrestled really factors in those Two years no. ago, both these guys are completely different. But it just seems like 
Colin Moore has been the second best guy all year, and he's going to do it, but Weigel uh, will get third. And I also like uh, Ben um, Hannes. Ben Hannes to, to do really well. I think he will overperform his seed. Um, Why don't you give us the order there, bud? Well, I don't have an order. <laughs> Because oh. it's not final. You rush <laughs> through. It. You rush through. But anyway, it's going to be Nicolo over Moore you guys are and, high on and, ben Hannes. and Brucky over Wagner. I'm not that high on him. Not that high. I have him getting seventh. I have him losing in the blood way. round to Willie Miklas. Oh, how'd you mind are, up with that? Are you, are you just uh, giving, Oh, because you have him losing the Traxler. Yes, I do. I have You're just giving him a love for the Darmstadt. Transitive yeah, for the Darmstadt love prophecy. Ben Darmstadt. Just wait. Oh, I, it's it's it was EIWAs. I was at EIWAs and I bought. I drank the the Yanni Kool Aid that um, Cornell's gonna overperform. I have Max Dean getting third. I have Chaz Tucker placing. I have Ben Honus placing, and I guess that's not really odd because he's a nine seed. But um, thing is, none of those guys are from Pittsburgh either. Yeah. No, I'm know. sorry. I got I got Honus getting six, losing to Miklas. And I got Warner getting seventh, beating. I thought he was gonna say, "No, I'm sorry, Hannes McDonald's. is from Pittsburgh." <laughs> I don't know where is Ben Hannes from. No one knows. He's from New York. New York. New York to the Bronx. Got love for all. All right, so that's it. Did everyone give theirs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, 285 pounds, the biggest, the meanest, and the baddest. Dum dum dum. Let's start with Stephen Kyle. Oh boy. Oh baby. All right, seventh place. Give me uh, Trent Hilger. Over uh, Demetrius Thomas. I do not think Demetrius hey. Thomas will make the NC2A finals. Wow. Shots fired at Tim Foley. <laughs> um, fifth place, <laughs> Jordan Wood over Yusuf Hamida. Third place, wow. Anthony Kassar over Desi. Which means. Which means. Gable Stevenson is your two, NC2A champion over Derek White. Mmm. Like that. Gable learned his lesson. He, play, he tried to play the game. Don't be cute. Last week. Try to play the 3-2 yeah. game, just get out of there. I think we're going to see Gable unleashed this weekend. Mm. Gable and Yeah, yeah. I like those thoughts. I'm going next. There's no way mm-hmm. you can stop me physically, Willie. You can't do anything about it from Eastern Pennsylvania. Eighth place. I also have not NCAA finalist, but NCAA All-American, Demetrius Thomas. Seventh place, Yusuf Hamida. Sixth place, Trent Hilger to fifth place, Jordan Wood. Fourth, Amar Desi, the infamous, what, sixth seed. Third, the salad, Caesar, Anthony Kassar. <laughs> Extra dressing? Um, Just a moderate amount. Just a moderate amount. On the side. On the side. Derek White second, Gable Steveson, your NCAA champion, which brings me dum, dum, dum. to CP's Department of Agriculture. Now, I know some of you are saying, but Christian, you have no farms. Well, <laughs> you would be right. You would be right if you did not know that I have ties to the agricultural industry. I pulled some strings. I have several farms, actually. You're wrong. And to me, just just fast forward back a week and a half. If you saw Gable Stevenson at plus money to win NCAAs, you would be fumbling with your wallet to get your credit card out, to get out all the money you could possibly do. Because Gable Stevenson was a huge favorite. We debated, I debated canceling this weight completely and outright. And so he lost a match to Anthony Kassar, sure. He didn't get away at the very end, yeah. 
But it was a disinterested appearing Gable Stevenson to me. I'm just looking into it. And right now, BetDSI has Gable at plus 110 to win it all. I think that's great value. I think he's going to win. Uh, I think he's a pretty solid favorite. His draw stinks. I don't care. He's going to have to beat Desi. He's good. He's got to be Kassar, who just beat him. And he'll have to be Derek White, who's excellent. I don't care. This is, don't this care. is how you're going to get your farms back. Now, let's say you want to you wanna go crazy. All right, that's my farm bet. But I have some other farm bets, some little plots of land that you could acquire, little things I like. I like Mahler at minus 149 to place. I like Nick Soriano at plus 200 to win. Why are you jumping ahead? Yeah, jumping why are you ahead? jumping ahead? Yeah, we, we, have, we, we haven't finished our 285 I'm, I'm going here. I'm going from 285 to my Department of Agriculture, and then we'll kick it right back. Well, oh, I'm sorry. We have some tight structure here we have to follow? Yes. Oh, my gosh. We're, we we have your dreamland we we venture off into once a show. Yeah, you know, and now I'm interrupting you because you interrupted my soliloquy. <laughs> well, you didn't let Willie really do his 285 picks. Let me do his 285 picks. At least I didn't picks. put Ethan Lezak and Jay Jaggers category for gamer. <laughs> they're not they're not on the same level. Clearly. I was just we defining a gamer. We got so many segments. We got Kyle Bradkey's Alien Hour. We got Christian Pyle's Department of Agriculture. We got Nomad's Dreamland. <laughs> <laughs> Department of Dreams. All right, Nick Soriano plus 200 to win. Montori Bridges plus 150 to place. Nick Lee plus 600 to win. I don't know. That's a, throw $9 on that. It could be nice. Take a girl out for a nice uh, seafood dinner. Never call her in. Oh, uh, yeah, don't call her back. <laughs> don't call her back. And then uh, Tony Artelloni, plus 200 to place. Those are some other ones I really like. Check those out. But my official farm bet is Gable Steveson, plus 110. There's a lot of bets. I know. Those are, those are little plots of land. No, those no, no. I, I don't mean yours. I mean just the amount of things you can bet on. Oh, there's, it's crazy. It's fantastic. You can bet uh, uh, the gopher singlet color for uh, semis. For real? It, nope. Oh. <laughs> go to, all right, let's go to Willie. <laughs> Oh, okay. So here's my, here's my thing. Here's my thing with Gable. It's, it's sort of like Marinelli. Like, I feel like Marinelli could be the best guy in the bracket. I feel like even more confident that Gable is probably the best guy in the bracket. I just don't like their path. Listen, how many guys could win the title at heavyweight? Three. How many guys can win? I think there's four. Desi. I think I think I think you I think you know those three plus Desi could win the title. Hmm. Gable has to beat all three of them, all three of the others, and maybe maybe Desi's not where he once was, and maybe it's not a thing. I get that. Maybe Gable beats Kassar and that's not a thing. Maybe Kyle's right. I think there is a a lot of truth to the fact that. Gable played with fire and tried to win a close match, and he's done that this season. I mean, he took uh, White down and called it a day, basically. Mm -hmm. um, maybe he comes out and just torches everybody. But for the same reason, I'm not picking Marinelli. I'm not picking Gable. He has to go through too many roads. Can he do it? Absolutely. So can Marinelli. But I'm not picking it. I do not feel good at all about this, but I'm picking white over Kassar in the final. Okay. Wow. Dude, do you have like Oklahoma State winning NCAAs? That's what I said. That's that's what I do I you? overvalue. No. Oh. Well, I mean, he has them getting second, that's for sure. Yeah. 
I mean, obviously, with these picks. Well, I told you uh, in the opening. I, I, I don't feel confident about any of these picks. Okay. It's, and, and that is a testament to how good this tournament is going to be this year. Love it. I said it would be the greatest individual tournament brackets ever. Daniel Roy. Okay. So I got a lot of not uh, – I guess there's one thing. That's, anyway. Oh, by I got, the way, me and Kyle have the exact same back four. Found that interesting. Hmm. That is. Would Hamida Hilger Thomas, who do, also does not make the finals <laughs> in my bracket. <laughs> okay, here's what we got. We got uh, the fighting Scott Morris, Thomas Haynes over David Jensen for seventh. Why are you talking like yep. this? Why are you talking like that? Demetrius Thomas over Trent Hilger for fifth. <laughs> Anthony Kassar, Tony Kassar over Jordan Wood for third. And uh, Gable completes a prophecy and becomes a uh, true freshman national champion. I don't have a Mardesi place in. Uh, he's going to lose to a big Meech Demetrius Thomas in the round of 12. I also really like the Zach Elam Trent Hilger round of 12 match. Who doesn't? Uh, you can screw off. I like that match. <laughs> I got uh, Elam beating Paris in the round of 16. Uh, sorry, Mark Paris. And, uh, yeah, we're going to go <laughs> go Gophers. We got Gable here, baby. Let's go. Damn it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what just happened? I don't know. Hey, oh. Bill Brasky. Or no, that's a – Bill Brasky. Swarsky. You sound like one of the, the Bears guys. Okay. Um, well, is, we is really Jordan did Wood it, boys. the most obvious fourth placer ever in the history of Why did you start talking I have him like getting fifth, so no. What? Who do you got him losing to? I have him losing to uh, Desi. Erroneous. I have him losing – it's not erroneous. <laughs> Desi, <laughs> Desi's a junior world champ. He could totally beat Jordan nope. Wood. For the 15th year in a row, Canada will not have an NCAA champion. Go back, Gentry. <laughs> I didn't pick him to win NCAAs. <laughs> Sounds like he did. Jordan Sounds Wood. like he did. <laughs> I, don't have De- I don't have Desi places. I'm sorry. I did not communicate properly. Were you under the impression I thought Desi was going to beat Wood in the NCAA yeah. finals? Yep. Get that's, out of here, Canada. That's what I got. Yeah, get out of here. This is. I'm not. I'm not going to say we're anti-Canada. Oh my God. We're very 49 cr- North boycotted us I was, again. I was I'm pretty so anti-Canada. I'll be honest. When we when I did one of the uh, things with seeds, uh, I was so close <laughs> to not putting Desi in an Oregon State singlet and said putting him in a Canada singlet just to troll everyone. Also, real quick, Remember NCAA when- seeding committee. <laughs> real you, quick, you need answers, or I need answers for the things. <laughs> you you need to give me answers. I'm sorry. You need to give. I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. You need to give me answers because Conan Jennings should be like the 17th seed. Tom Ryan, based you need on questions. Based right on now. based on uh, how I have the Matrix coming out. Uh, Paris finished behind Desi in the Matrix. Now it's fine. He beat him head to head, so they put him ahead. That's fine. Whatever. Conan Jennings should not be the 12th seed. Mm-mm. He should be like the 17th seed. No, they're this close. He was like two and a half wins behind uh, Matt Voss, but they can't and have finish him at, behind Voss. They can't the have thing. him at the seventeen because it makes him look so silly with the Paris thing. That's that's literally the. Th- I think they were like, well, this well, looks dumb. Yeah, they're like, well, we know because he was he was he was uh, eighth in the coaches' rankings. Yeah. And they're like, well, we know that uh, we know that the Paris seed is wrong, and we know that Jennings' seed is wrong. But let's punish Paris by giving him Jennings. And, yeah, I don't know. I can't figure this out, but I want to put out an article called A Look Into the Seeding Matrix because this is this is egregious. This is – they put him up like five or six spots above what he came out in the Matrix. We just got a really yeah. funny comment on sure. Facebook, and I want to read it. Go Please ahead. Please read it. Uh, from Hannah Abbott. Uh, do you guys ever take like 30 seconds a day and pull your lips away from Yanni's butt? <laughs> 
just asking for a friend. <laughs> thirty seconds. Yeah, thirty. Why does thirty? Yeah, sure. Why Man. does your weird friend want to know the answer to that question? People, people Who's like uh, earlier, like I think it was last week they were complaining. We don't hey, talk about Yanni Hannah, enough. Hey, Hannah, Hannah, her name's Hannah, right? Yeah. Hannah, who do you think's gonna beat him? Just, just type a name real quick. Who you think's gonna beat Yanni? I, let's revisit this. Hit Hannah, us back right now. Do we have a school because that she, then, she goes to? Uh, well, her profile oh. studied law at the University of Iowa. Hmm. So, oh, so, so Max Murin. Championship. All right. Vince Kirk. All right. While, while Hannah hits, hits us back. He's <laughs> from like Central PA. <laughs> Were you going to say something, it? Willie? Oh, never mind. I forgot. I, I remembered. 49 North got pissed at us for not mentioning Corey Jarvis one time on this show. And we only mentioned Corey Jarvis. Right. He's the only Canadian I will ever learn their name other than um, the guy that coaches at Arizona State who's Cuban. He's not Heisman Garcia. Garcia. Um, okay, I just want you guys to know. Well, one, my wife just texted me, and Uh-oh. Caleb is currently filling out his uh, finishing his NCAA brackets. But I brought in some of his brackets so that you could see what he's doing. Well, one, here we'll, we'll look at this camera. I don't know if this is even exists. Is this there? It is. Okay. So he's filling them out completely, front and back side. That's interesting. And, of course, he's picked Spencer Lee to win because he's a huge Spencer. But he has drawn this drawing at the back of every single bracket. Freeze enhance. We got it. Freezing and enhancing. There, you can screenshot this and look at this later. But this is what he's putting on the back of every single one. Team Iowa. Did I draw this right? He's asking. And then he wrote, boo in you. NU means Northwestern. He wrote boo NU, NU means Northwestern in all 10 brackets, and he drew the Tiger Hawk on the back of all 10. This kid is all in for the Hawkeyes. And the the tragedy in all this is that he just needs to meet Sebastian Rivera. Lovely. He would love Sebastian, but he hates Northwestern so much. I'm really concerned. What if he's a good student? He's going to be a lot smarter than me. What if he if he just won't go to Northwestern just because of this vendetta he has at seven years old? That's my biggest concern right now. And simply because of Spencer, he now is picking against Ryan Deacon, Conan Jennings. Oh. Uh, don't, yeah. Brendan Devine. Brendan Devine. Tyler Moreland. Yeah. Tyler Moreland. Don't, yeah. Don't. Anyway. Yeah, he just he hates. I bet he likes Storniolo too, and Brewer, and and Howe, all those guys. Here's what's gonna Jimmy happen: Kennedy. Sebastian Rivera is gonna win into the blaze, and he's gonna say that was for you, Caleb Piles. Oh man, and he's gonna draw a little fish. <laughs> he draw a fish, yeah. <laughs> all right, it's uh, it's ten o'clock. This was not a mega show. I was expecting two hours, like three, four hours. Oh come on, dude! You didn't even fill out the damn brackets. Wow. Yeah, I know, and I'm fine with it. Yeah, you weren't even prepared I for I haven't done it before. Show. I'm not going to start doing it now. All right. Thanks, Darren Ravel. Thanks, Darren. I don't – does he not fill out bracket? Is yeah, that a he thing? he does not fill out bracket. It's like he's excited that he's never filled out a bracket Yeah, he, bra- he thinks that – he's like, oh, man, I just I just wanted to watch good games. What so a I, hit. I, I oh, no, I'm not bragging be... about that. It's just daunt- It's just way too much. No, you're I don't Darren like picking Ravel, 640 bro. matches. You're a nerd. You watch outstanding Ukrainians <laughs> at 3 yes, o'clock in the morning. Yes, because I love freestyle. Now, Far greater than I love folk style. You love Greco. To the nth degree. You, but you'll watch Remember Greco. Remember the other year, the other, like two years ago, Nomad was like pissed that he had to go to NCAAs. Or acting like he was pissed. Yeah, that and was just, he, And then he, he experienced it. NCAAs, 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 NCAAs and Fargo. He was just being a hipster. Horrible to cover. He was just being a hipster. They're so a awful hipster. to cover. They're, right. they're insane. You were, you're, all right. Hey, did we ever. Did you know ever, what? Don't go. Lose your pass again. Don't go. Okay. 
No, you're not going. Next year, you're not going. Fine. It's great. Yeah, right. You are such a liar because the first (laughs) NCAAs you went to, you were like, that was awesome. The first NCAAs I went to was awesome. Okay. Last year was was great. The the crowd was great last year. FRL listeners, listen, two years ago, Nomad had this faux fake hate for NCAAs. He was like, Freestyle's so much better. I can't believe I have to go to this. This is going to be stupid. What's even the big deal? It's only the freaking most awesome thing. It's the best. It's the best tournament in wrestling, as far as entertainment, etc. All right. As far as entertainment, it's literally just the crowd. With that being said, we're not doing Q Smiths. Oh, do we? Were there any good ones in there? It's ten o'clock. I feel like it's. This man promised a mega show. Listen, most of it is like this, Christian. Who is the highest seed that will do this? We just did our thing. We just basically everything was answered. Um, here, I'll ask Jay Beach. Is this the year NCAA does the right thing and retroactively fixes the 2015 scoring debacle between Ian Miller and Brian Rubito? No, they'll never do it. <laughs> they literally voted. They literally voted after it happened. Yeah, we got this right. Good job there, guys. NCAA uh, committee. I'll, fi- I'll file a question as a friend of the show. Okay. In what round? Well, this is a two-part question. In what round? Will the most egregious thing happen? And in what round will the most egregious hands to the face call happen? And will they be the same? Finals, finals. Yeah, yes. listen, over under on how many hands to the face penalty points we see in the finals. What's the over under on? I'll that? say one and a half. All right. Okay. I would yeah, sounds about right. Two and a half. Nomad? Two and a half. Mm-hmm. So you would take the over. Over. There's gonna be 40 different hands in the NCAA finals. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of opportunity. How many faces? But, but only 20 faces. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think what, about that. Who, can somebody do the shallowest math on that and figure out what the what the odds yeah, are? Of... 2.1 million. What team has the best chance to outperform its seeds? I think Oklahoma State because they have a 33 seed that's Joe Smith and a 26 seed that's Dakota Gear. What team could underperform? Well, Penn State, because they got all really high seeds. So I guess them, but they probably won't. Um, maybe Michigan, just be, just because Michich, if he's not right, he just throws everything off. Right. Uh, even though I think Michigan's going to have a pretty strong tournament. I just Did anybody have Ernesty placing? No. I didn't. Yeah. I had him. Uh, Caleb did. He hasn't beaten Tariq. And then RBY. Wow. It's a wild backside for Caleb. Yeah, I have Wilson beating Ernesty. Um, I've got Tariq beating Ernesty. So yeah. Um, most likely bracket to go to hell in a handbasket. Forty-nine. Maybe. Eighty-four, possibly. Yeah, eighty-four. I could see I, that. I think those are the two correct answers. Nice. All right. Hey, we're going to NCAs tomorrow. Willie's going to be there. We are so fired up for that. You can feel free to play us out. Um, thank you guys. We have so much content coming. You have no idea. Kyle's flexing. Look how powerful. Wow. What a beast. Fueled by Oreos and Amp. Amp and Oreos. Yeah, check my Instagram story at cpiles to see the trash that Bracky puts in his body. Yet he's still an elite athlete for now. Time's going to catch up with him, but for the time being, he eats and drinks like trash. We'll be back. We don't know when. We'll try to get you. Maybe we'll do like a 
a shotgun FRL where we all just sit near each other and talk for a little bit. I don't know. Maybe we do that I'll on Tuesday, shotguns in our Tuesday hands. or Wednesday. <laughs> we play shotgun tag. Literally, they're actually allowed shotguns. The PPG Paints Arena. Yeah, we're playing shotgun tag like Nomads Ancestors. They're very pro Second Amendment at PPG Paints Arena. So that's it. We'll be back next Monday, maybe Tuesday. Definitely Tuesday. Well, because we got a classic little situation with you two with NHSEA, so we got to figure that out. We're traveling. We're traveling back Sunday, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you next time.